XM 105, Sirius 206, the Opie and Anthony Channel. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. That's it. We're going to get down to it, boppers. It's the Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, for the first time ever since I started working here at SiriusXM, we have lost our uh, India audience because they are in a massive, massive power outage. 600 million people are without power in India right now. That's twice the number of people in the United States. That's fucking... I, I didn't realize India was so goddamn big. How do you not know this? I mean, I know China's up there, but India, fucking Dude, shit. Dude, I think India has a billion people. 
Okay. And here's what kills me about India. They got a billion people, but you don't see any kind of Olympic team that's getting medals. They should be crushing over there. And you, like, and they have that many people, and they're not doing. They don't hear much besides like I don't know, call centers and like horrible fucking tragedies with like fucking tsunamis and shit. Well, you know, a hell of a lot of culture has come out of India. I don't want to just point this out to you because yeah. you don't hear a lot about it there. But there's an enormous amount of the world's culture that has come out of India. They really. It goes to show what happens with the overpopulation thing. Sorry, Catholic Church, but too many people can cause a hell of a lot of problems. Now, as far as I know, they don't know what started this power outage. I'm going to believe that a cow kicked over a lamp and started the whole thing. Thank you, Chicago. (laughs) It happened in Chicago. And the weird thing is, you know, Molly's is in Chicago. Oh, yeah. And Mike Kaka lives there, and he has a barn, and he won't put electric in it. He's always like, well, I better light the lamp so the cows don't get scared at night. I go, if one of those fuckers what is he doing? kicks over that lamp. Get that shit wired. He won't do it. He says it looks prettier. You know, you can get some nice fucking lamps that look like fire, but they're electric. Our own Fez Watley has major problems today. We're going to get to him in a couple of minutes. Um... It's one of the first days I've ever seen him come in here not being ready to rock and roll. So something's going up in his head. I don't know whether it's India. I don't know whether it's the swim team behaving the way that they are. Mm. Every four years, we expect our swimmers to dominate. It's a clusterfuck. Uh, We expect our gymnasts to dominate. Uh, We want our volleyball girls to dominate. When that doesn't happen, fucking everything gets thrown off. The fucking goddamn men's gymnasts, they fucked up. Um, it's fucking up my goddamn Olympic fantasy. By the way, the Iowa Mollies yeah. slam. The people of Iowa were slowly but surely going to become to love the Ron Barrington cupcake. They better. I'm going to give them weeks before they act like this is the greatest thing I've ever eaten. Who's the genius that came up with this flavor combination? It's, on, like, it's on the cupcake, Ron here's, here's what pisses me off, dude. If fucking Flavor Flav didn't have that name first, that would be me. And I'd be walking around uh, with a giant clock around my fucking neck. Maybe just go with Flavor Man. Like Future Man, but Flavor Man. By the way, I had Flavor on the show many, many years ago uh, when I was in Florida. And the clock that he had uh, wasn't even working. It was stopped. So I said to him, I go, Flavor, your clock isn't working. And he said, and I'll never forget this because it was one of the... The great sayings ever. He said, just because the clock stopped, don't mean time stopped. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that is true. It's deep. It's not like someone's watch doesn't work, so everyone's frozen. Um, yesterday's Unmasked, honestly, one of the best ever. DL is fantastic. DL Ugly is He's fucking great. Really, one of the most thoughtful, bright, loves to be controversial guys. Loves to give you a scenario that you don't believe that there's, you know, that you've already made your mind up on. Then he comes back with it, and you're like, "All right, I don't agree with you 100, percent but yeah, you're making a lot of sense right now." Yeah, that's a good point. You, you, he he's easily the type of guy. That if he wanted to, 
could be selling watches in the street, and people would be like, "All right, I just got because he could, he moves very very quickly." I know it's a knockoff, but I still kind of want it. And he, uh, but he's like extremely well read, and you know, all self taught, and then street smart, which is. My favorite combinations. I don't like when when somebody leaves part of it out. I hate when you run into a college professor who doesn't know how to fucking catch a bus. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, of course, you can't be completely street because then you have no idea what the news is. And again, I'm going to point this out and pass it along. Just because the clock stopped. Yeah. Don't mean time stopped. So that's on Friday. Uh... And then the next week is Roseanne getting a lot of big uh, unmasked done. Uh, Raven's got a question for us. What is it, Raven? Hi, my name is Raven. I'm 27 years old, and I'm getting married next year. And my cousin, she's 31, and she's having a baby shower. And instead of her having a baby shower, like a normal cheesy baby shower, she's making it into a mini wedding. And normally, I wouldn't care. But she's trying like, to steal, like, my centerpiece idea. Like, who does that for a baby shower? I don't know. Her. And I want to, like, tell her about it. And my brother said don't because she's an attention seeker. And if you give an attention seeker attention, they're winning. So that's my moral conundrum, which so, I started off with that. Sorry. See, here's what the, the problem is, Raven. Uh, we live in modern times where everybody wants to be famous in their own world. This is a Facebook problem that you're dealing with. Why can't people just have babies or just get married without turning it into the fucking royal royalty happening? By the way, I also hate royalty. I hate all those people. I don't know what they do for a living. I don't know why we're supposed to care about them. They ball out. But really, why does everyone need to make every small part of life this giant occasion that needs to be celebrated by everyone else? It happens every day on Facebook. It's crazy. I see someone will just make a mundane post like fucking, uh, I don't know, Republicans suck, right, everybody? And then there's like 50 or 60 comments of people just fucking going back and forth. You're right, dude. Because now we're, all, now we're all Fox News. Uh, you're, you're just not talking. You're Fox News and you're debating and you're <laughs> attacking and you're telling someone else they drank the Kool-Aid. By the way, if you find yourself repeating any of those things... You drank the Kool-Aid. Somebody is a socialist. Somebody is a fascist. You're a Hitler. You know you're not thinking. Raven, you grew up in Queens yourself? Uh, Queens and like Medford, Long Island. Like okay. Suffolk County. Yeah. Here's my idea for you. You take that new husband of yours and you guys move far, far away from family. <laughs> far away as you can get. Because I'll tell you this. And I... I had to get far enough away so that I stopped going to children's birthday parties where, A, I wasn't wanted, and B, they would try to plan on Sundays. Now, I wasn't wanted by the children. The adults wouldn't be there to see the children in a bouncy fucking castle. But the children, of course, they had their own friends. Yeah, they're, they're, they don't want to be around the adults. And then I'm showing right. up. And I'm drinking punch out of a small cup, and I thought, how can I get out of this without making the family upset? I know, move as far away as humanly possible. Hope it works. Right. Move as far away, and then every year move uh, like 500 or 1,000 miles closer until finally you can get back in with the family where you're glad to see them. Yeah, right, Ron. Time to go. Time to pack my bags and get out of here. you got to get out of there. And then also... 
I don't know if you do any kind of black magic or voodoo, but you could put together some kind of ceremony hoping for a miscarriage. Santeria. Oh, my God. Is that too much? Did I go too far? Is moving she better? She had in vitro, so it's a little too much. A little uh, too much. All right, that's a good that's a good call then. Sometimes I go too far. It's heavy cash. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Well, they're they're covered. When all you're right. covered, you're like giving me a whatever. <laughs> all right, talk to you later, Raven. All right, thanks a lot, Ron. Bye bye. Um, Charlie, what's your uh, question? You were talking about Ronnie B. Yeah. Hey, man, uh, I was looking at the Olympics. Now, if you were to be in a country that only had three athletes that represented your country, uh, Ronnie, if you had your skills, your baseball skills, would you go over or any kind of skill, like a, any kind of sport that you would dominate, say, like in uh, Cameroon, mm. and you would go kick ass, could you take your skills over there and be on the uh, Olympic team? I don't play against the United States, and I don't like people who do. When we had the baseball thing, a lot of baseball players would go over – and play for Ireland or something because their grandmother was there. That disgusted me. I would actually probably just, I'd feel so awful if I looked up and saw that I'm trying to stop the United States from winning a, a medal. It's an expat bullshit. Um, now, we got rid of baseball because there wasn't enough stuff. They're now talking about getting rid of basketball. The reason? Well, not getting rid of it, but limiting. Uh, 23 years old. Yeah, 23 years and younger. The reason why they're talking about getting rid of, of it is not because it's lacking popularity. It's too popular. This is the hottest ticket that we have is basically seeing the NBA players. And just fucking destroying. It's fucking It's watching a fucking crazy show. Wilbon said they turned around a hundred, uh, turned away 100 members of the press that could not get in. To see the basketball thing. The NBA is pissed because they're saying, you've got our players. Why aren't we getting paid? We want to take this thing out and make a fucking World Cup about it. Happens only every four years, Stern. They want a, fuck out. They want a four-year World Cup like to rip off soccer. They know they've got the people, that the countries to do it. And then that way they'll make the money. Here's what kills me. Because anybody that ever holds out on money, we always, for some reason in this country, we pick the billionaires over the millionaires. We're like, that fucker better just pay, play. He's making enough money. If LeBron and Kobe were demanding money for the Olympics, we would be attacking them. We'd kill them, yeah. Attacking them. Where's your American pride? Uh, just like you're fucking terrible. Why aren't we mad at the owners for doing the same exact thing? Where's their American pride? Why aren't they sitting around going, look at the Olympics. We've got the greatest players in the world. I'm so proud. Because let me tell you something about the owners. You didn't fucking create the skills that these guys have. America did. Most of these guys had great skills from playing either street ball or CYO league or some youth camp. They were all great by the time they got to you. <laughs> so stop acting like, oh, look, the NBA has done it. Well, David Stern's just a piece of fucking human garbage regardless. David Stern is going out of his way to say, uh, I'll do what the owners want me to do. He doesn't have a fucking idea of his own. He's a fucking cock. Especially with the fucking the lockout last season. I should have left Raven on a little more because, you know what, I felt like I did not give her the advice that she was looking for. She was a kid with a moral conundrum, and I wasn't there for her. 
And here's the thing that I love about Raven from Queens, your hometown. Pew Burrow. Yeah. She is so Raven. Oh, like Raven Simone. Huh? Who? Raven Simone. I'm not familiar. Yeah. The actress. Uh-oh. Don't know her. Come on. Look at her. She's so good. Cosby? No, she wasn't in Cosby. How could she be in Cosby and be named Raven? Is she from That's So Raven? Yeah. Who's That's So Raven? The girl from Cosby? Yeah. I don't know fucking shit about Shinola then. I don't know what the hell's happening. Hey, she was in Cosby Show and hanging with Mr. Cooper before right, that. Here's the thing. I want you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zito. Yeah. Who's the interns today? Uh, it's, uh, it's Kokomo Joe and Catholic Sam. All right. Here's what I need. Okay. I need a complete refresher course in youth culture. For me to be making mistakes like this, I need you guys in here with flashcards, okay. bringing up different things. Tell Swift. Yeah. Skrillex. That's, that's uh, Demi Lovato. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's One Direction. I want to be able to do all that kind of shit and move very, very fast. Carly Rae Jepsen, go. See, I don't even know who that was. That's Call Me Maybe? Hey, there you okay, go. Okay, good. She's the one who got porn tapes out. That Supposed porn tapes, There yeah. was a fake porn tape at first. I thought it was real. I did not let Hicks put it up <laughs> on the iBank. And he's like, why? This is huge. And I go, well, my biggest problem is it's a 20-minute tape of her sucking cock. Yeah, she's blowing some dude. That's not exactly the kind of porn I'm looking for. <laughs> That's basically saying guy porn. Check out this dick, guys. Um, I don't want any part of it. Apparently, it's pictures also. Those haven't leaked yet. Uh, coming up, we got a very, very big. We're going to try to solve Fez's problems today, um, and we'll do the best that we can. There, he does have problems. One of the bosses was asking me about it outside. Holy shit! And then also saying that he read a negative thing about Fez online. This was our boss, our boss's boss. Oh, so, like that, he's not applying his skills. He says to me, "There was some negative thing that he doesn't apply his skills that was written on the internet." I go, "Dude, on the internet, <laughs> it's... everybody that you know here has negative shit written about him. <laughs> Don't be wor- worried about a bad vibe. It's a wasteland out there." Um, I know, but it's he's like, like the outside world from Judge Dredd. When you're not in the city, <laughs> it's just a fucking weird desert full of cannibals and fucking assholes. Boy, that's the weirdest metaphor. I mean, that's about eight people saw that fucking thing. I saw it in theaters. You know, they're talking about doing a remake. Oh, yeah, I know. I'll be there. And I think it's really going to have to do on this week's sci-fi remake. Oh, uh, Total Recall. Yeah. If the Total Recall works out and they make some money, I think we're going to get all the 80s movies rebooted. Love it. Maybe that means Starship Troopers will come back. Starship Troopers is oddly loved. I can't get enough of it, man. Now, they, I think that they kind of trashed it by making it cheaper and cheaper. Now, there's probably a bunch of straight-to-DVD Yeah, straight-to-DVD like it's American Pie movies. <laughs> Just even worse and worse CGI. Uh, you know our famous uh, how well do you know series that we do on the iBank? Oh, yeah, definitely. That seems like it is become the best thing in the history of the Internet. I fucking love it. Uh, so You Think You Know, we did. So You Think You Know, Jay Moore. Yep. Uh, so You Think You Know, Eastside Dave. Hell, yeah. And then So You Think You Know, um, the TV show, Louie. Yep. 
all vastly successful. I think we've got uh, a great one right now. Front page of the iBang. So you think you know Brian Regan. Oh, hell yeah. Now, you don't run into a funny person anywhere that you don't say, who's your favorite comedian, and they don't repeat Brian Regan. Right. It just doesn't happen. He's hysterical. If you say to anyone, that is funny. Anyone who's ever gotten a laugh anywhere, who's the best person working today? They all go, oh, Brian Regan. It's Regan. He's a hysterical human being. He's hysterical. little clean for Ronnie Peace. That You know what I mean? I gave him a little vice. Cunny joke. Drop a cunny joke in there. Just fucking blow everybody's mind, right? Uh, a couple attacks on minority groups. Uh, you attack anyone that has mental or physical problems, Brian. That might, like, fuck up his base. They're, they're used to him being clean. I wrote a premise for him. Yeah. It was basically this. What the fuck is up with Kim Kardashian's ass? And then I go... You take it from there. You finish it. I gave you what I believe to be 90% of the joke. Hopefully, took it. Now, you roll with it. I want to hear what happened. I want to hear what's up with it. I want to see how our audience does on this. And again, pass this out to your friends because no matter who they are, young, old, edgy, conservative, they love Brian Regan. It doesn't matter. He fucking goes everywhere. Um, I'm sure I'll ace this thing within seconds. I'm fucking taking this shit. All right. Now, there's 10 pictures up there, and I have to guess which one's Brian Regan. They're they're all. You know what's really weird is, like, we didn't put that in, like, a, a, a kind of a timeline. <laughs> so it looks like he's stepping in and out of time. Um, so that'll be fun to play. Hell yeah. I'm playing right now. Uh, Scuba Doo says, and by the way, Scuba Doo uses as their picture Chris Stanley. I don't think I know him, so I won't take the quiz. He is a fine comedian, though. To me, that person should be banned from the entire bank. Why not jump You've in? You've got to be able to understand who Brian Regan is before you jump into the entire bank. It's a huge part of it. Um, got a chance to uh, talk to uh, a lot of fucking great people after the thing yesterday. Found out that I met fucking Gopak without even knowing it. What are these people? They say hello, but they don't say who they are, and they vanish. Yeah, Gopak Joe. He uh, he chipped me off with some smokes and some liquor yesterday as well. Would you man. please? Because some people are shy. Yeah. When you when you know who they are. Say, I'm, I'm going to make sure that you meet Ronnie B here. All right. I have to take that initiative. Instead of, boom, you grab your little fucking present and the way they got in That's and start to chug it. This is how much I appreciate. I'll drink it in front of you. Now, you told me something that I swore would never happen. Yeah. I told you that... Uh, Angel fuck would show up. You swore to me she would not. You were right. And I was... I was... Hmm. Fonzie has trouble saying that. And now I know why. But I did have a chance to run into her on the street. Oh. She made it as far as the front of the place. All right. And I said, what happened? She goes, I just like to make Chris Stanley look like an asshole. So that so was, one that of the, was seat, the answer. So one of the seats is empty. 
And then you stuck uh, Dana, the intern, in her seat. Yes, Dana. And at in. one point, I looked up, and the whole room was laughing. And I see Dana just like looking around, <sighs> like. Uh, and then I also heard her do this to the person next to her. Yeah, they're saying a lot of words, right? When they say words, everyone starts laughing, right? Sometimes, Dana. Yeah, it depends on the context of the words, actually. Uh, Why don't you know anything? She doesn't understand that. It's not that hard. By the way, Harley Quinn, third person, he writes up first. <laughs> Another thing that I'd like to have some kind of ban from the internet mm -hmm. is anyone who writes up first. It's as old as the internet. The fucking people still do it. I was the first person on the internet, and I actually... Oh, first. That's fucking old school. It is, but luckily I was in MIT at the time. And we were working for the government. What? That's awesome. Yeah, it was my job. We were coming up with people, how to train people to kill Robert Kennedy and then not remember how they did it. Oh, my God. It was, we were working for the Central oh, Intelligence sorry. Agency. Maybe, should you be saying this over the air? Good point. Uh, How's the uh, youth culture refresher course coming along? It's coming. We're getting fucking some shit together. Actually, tie in with RFK. Taylor Swift is now dating RFK Jr.'s son. I'm. They were spied together at Hyannisport. So that's is at least Fourth of July. Fucking that came out. You're <laughs> three weeks post, late. It was the post today. They were fucking. They were breaking it. They said they weren't breaking it because those two were together up at the Berkshires for the uh, James Taylor concert, oh. and then they went to uh, the Kennedy compound where they would not let Taylor Swift sleep. I didn't even know this, but the compound has been given to some kind of a charity thing after Ted Kennedy died. Oh, wow. It no longer belongs to the family. It's not Fuck Camelot anymore, or at least theirs? That's it's, weird. You're right. It's not Fuck Camelot. You're 100% correct. <laughs> so, uh, your news could not be older. I got Maybe I need a refresher then. Uh, here's another thing, too. I heard Dana say. Yeah, so I'm sitting there talking to D.L. Ugly, and he's killing. Hell yeah. And I heard Dana say, Fez is getting a lot blacker these days. The fuck? That's obviously not Fez. But you can't blame her. I'm going to blame Chris Stanley oh, come on. for once again believing an angel fuck. I said it was not going to happen. <sighs> you said it was not going to happen, but you didn't do anything to stop it. You didn't stop me from stopping you. All right. I guess that is my fault then. Do you want to make this right? I would, yeah, I would like, yeah. You need a time machine, go back in time, and come running through the door when uh, when you and I were having that conversation. I okay, I guess it didn't work because you still don't have a time machine. Let me see if you do or not. No. I'm still here. All right, I got an idea. Okay. By the time you die, invent a time machine and fix this. A motherfuck. You haven't done shit. You know what? I just gave you yeah. to the rest of your life to fix a problem. Who knows how long I'm going to live for, though? I mean, fucking time machine's going to might take a while. So you tell me you died making that time machine? <laughs> yes. All right, let's have one of your children come back and tell me what happened to you. Whole fucking family of slackers. Nothing. Nobody. You're shit. 
Well, maybe Don't take this the wrong way, I feel really but bad you are myself. fucking shit. I feel really bad about myself. So is your children. Let's see if your grandchild can fix it. Yeah. Nothing. Loser family. I'm going to write this down, and hopefully this will change. Oh, no, then it would have happened. Yeah. Nothing will happen. This fucking time machine logic Even your up. ancestors haven't done shit. <laughs> maybe the whole earth's wiped out. Maybe it's not slacking. Already somebody has made the Brian Regan winner circle. Uh, Tope Con Hilo. Oh, shit. First try, dogsies. F yeah. That man knows Brian Regan. What's not to know? He's the shit. He really is. And again, there's not a funny person in the world who doesn't agree with that fact. I wonder if maybe see if one of your uh, children will go back and do something with Brian Regan. Maybe get their picture on that iBank oh, thing next to it. How's that even possible? Nothing. Loser family. You know, who knows if the, maybe Time Machine never gets fucking invented. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's without losers. It's just Time Machine is impossible to make. That's a loser. If you can't come up with a Time <laughs> it's Machine. a loser. It's just not possible. It's How physics. fucking hard is it's it? It's, a fucking, it's, it's a fucking DeLorean and you're pouring trash in the back. That's, a fucking that's the fucking movie. easiest thing ever. That was a movie. It's not real. So I made that up. Well, somebody in your family go back and make up another movie. <laughs> See, they couldn't, can't do that because there's no time machines. Fuck. Would be cool though if there were. All right, let's uh, let's try to get into Watley said. He tells me he did not sleep at all, oh, no. and that was going to affect his work today. Now, luckily. The rest of us have perfect personal lives. That's why we come in here ready to work every day. We've been blessed. I know. I'm lucky as fuck. I've never had a problem in my personal life. What's that? That's why I come in here going, let me grab the mic. Everything's great in my life. Rock that shit. Yeah, I've been working a little bit uh, with the youth <laughs> refresher course. And okay. The kids have me on. All right, good. Here's the thing I worry about. Two of the people that you have given me the youth refresher course. Yeah. Catholic Sam mm -hmm. and Kokomo Joe. Yeah. Are about as far as fucking hip, okay, as you can get. See, but Zito is top 40-ish. So it's, it's, that is, he is mindful of what the youth care about. Yeah, I don't want that. I want fucking cool. Oh, shit. All right. I want at least one cool kid. I might have to fucking recruit somebody else. How about your grandchildren come from the fucking future? I know that they're cool. I don't think they have a fucking time machine. That's the problem. I don't think it was ever invented. Lazy family. If fucking, seriously, if a time machine was fucking possible. Right, here, right. pass this on to your grandchildren. Yeah. Sit in a fucking easy chair, do fucking bong hits and drink. <laughs> I don't need fucking conveyed fucking tips on that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> seriously, if the time machine existed. Fucking Hitler wouldn't be alive. That would be the first thing I would think. Fucking some What asshole. was that name that you brought up? Hitler? I, I'm not familiar with it. The fucking and Nazis. And I was a history name. Nazis? Don't know what that is. Six million Jews killed in the 30s and 40s. No, take a look. There, there's a piece in the paper. More Jews than ever, thanks to the population explosion during the 40s. You don't realize. 
Am I unstuck in time? <laughs> it happened, Chris. It happened. Fuck. This is great. It all worked out, except for too many Jews. Israel's just all fucking North Africa now and just fucking... Just completely taken over. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, we got the quick question, and uh, it's got to do with our own... Uh, you know what? Before we get into that, you've got something you want to tell us, because Fez is a little hurt right now, but... Something about the old women and children first. Okay, uh, so I think everyone's heard that if a fucking ship is going down, women and children first. Save the women and children. I think that was pretty accepted. That I had never heard that. Oh, come on. Well, you know who didn't hear it was that guy that was in the <laughs> shooting thing that threw his baby away. <laughs> yeah. Who is now so. <laughs> one of my favorite all-time people uh, because he protected his own ass. Oh, yeah. He got the fuck out of there. Um, and then worried about telling his wife he forgot the baby. <laughs> well, yeah. So two Swedish economists basically studied shipping disasters from the 1850s to now. And they found that women and ch- women only uh, survive about 27% and children 15%. Whereas the crew members are 61% of the people surviving Forty-four percent for captains and thirty-seven overall for male passengers. So, who invented this? I have no idea. It's 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 just it's a it's it's actually a myth. I thought it was real. I figured if the fucking shit's going down, you're going to fucking put the women and the kids out on the things first. But that's a total fucking lie. It's just the crew members and the dudes. Would you be comfortable getting into a thing? Knowing that there were still children on the deck. Oh, God. I'd feel bad about it, but I'd still do it. All I've ever wanted to do is uh, save a kid, whether it's one being thrown out of a a building, whatever. Because I feel like that makes you total life at that point. You save a child. That's it. Yeah. You're good. And if there is any kind of Catholic heaven, you could just immediately say, yeah, I did all those things. Then I caught a fucking kid. And took a bullet doing it. So, what? fuck you. Let me in. It's fucking sick. You tell me everybody in there saved the kid's life? Because I doubt it. Some just let boring fucking yeah. lives into anything bad. Right. You know? Put me the fuck in. Put me in. Clean slate. Put me at JC's table. Wow. I should be sitting to the, to the right of the guy who's sitting to the right of the guy. That's where I should be. Badass. Because, like, let's suppose... You saved the fucking kid's life, right? Yeah. And then you got killed doing it, whatever. And I'm telling the story of you. Is anything else matter except for that one fucking line? No. He died saving a child. Perfect. <laughs> That's perfect for any tombstone. Yeah, throw it on there. He good. died saving a child, you motherfuckers. So stop talking shit about him. Don't, don't judge this man. <laughs> he gave up his life so a kid could live. He basically makes that fucking Private Ryan movie look like shit. And now that kid better fucking live up to his dead fucking memory. That'd be fucking whack if the kid just fucking was a fuck up. If somebody saved your life like that, would you go out of your way to, like, live a better life? I don't think I could do it. I think I would forget within days. Yeah, I'd probably, like, yeah, when it's fresh, right? It's like, yeah, man, I, this is my second chance. Right. This is a fucking sign. 
then you know I'm starting getting fucked up again. I know, mate. When I was a kid, if someone caught me when I jumped out of a window and they died, I'd say I still think I could have rolled and made it. Hand me that fucking brewski and let's start and chop up this fucking white. Okay, I'm not going to fucking shoot it because I'm not uptown. I just want to snore a little bit. Then I'll say, remember the skin pop? I don't know. I don't know if the whole fucking thing. It's not a. It's not but that's lining. the problem. Like I don't take bl- blessings the way they should be taken. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe it's all bullshit anyway. You know. Maybe that's it's just bullshit. It's just you know. It's like whatever. It's just random chance. So it's not nothing special. You're fucking it's not nihilist, a blessing, my friend. Right? You're fucking nihilist. I'm just saying that's one. No, you're to fucking go nihilist. Go ahead. Walk, take that dark fucking walk. Nothing matters. And what if it did? You're gonna be just as happy as Watley. I'm gonna steal somebody's rug. Um, let's go over to Chris. Chris, you're on the Run Fest show. Yeah, Ron. What if that kid that you save grows up to be like the next Stalin? Then you're like inadvertently responsible for murdering like millions of people because you saved the little fucker. That's a, that actually could be true right now. Of anything, anytime that you didn't fucking beat a kid, hit him with, hit him with a fucking bat. He grows up. He's a fucking. He's a Sandusky. You got to wonder yourself how many people that have been convicted of killing kids may be heroes. Wow. I'm not saying it's a high percentage. There's got to be at least one or two of those dead kids, right? One of those dead kids probably would have grown up to be some kind of a fire bomber. Oh. So really, maybe some of those fucking kid rapist murderers doing us all a favor. Like, every year, I remember they would tell us, like the principal or one of those assholes that would make speeches, you kids are the future, one of you kids is going to do something. And I could say from experience... Nobody from my fucking neighborhood turned out. Nobody did shit. And they wasted 12 years of education on us. It would have been just fucking better if they would have took everyone that I started kindergarten with and sent us into the mines. We would have been better for society if we were down there with a fucking claw hammer trying to (laughs) dig coal out of the fucking Pennsylvania walls. At teen people's homes. So... They should have fucking opened my graduation with, well, today we were depressed looking at you guys, but who knows? There's a slight chance one of you will at least kill a kid who might have been some kind of a mass murderer. That's the most I can hope for right now. You could change the future. I had to give one of those fucking speeches, and uh, I might have been a little hungover when I went in. It was when I started radio. And I said, I believe that children are the furniture. And then I fucking sat on one of the kids. Now, in hindsight, anybody could have made that mistake. I guess. I don't know. Furniture and future. Anybody could have made that mistake. That's fucking something that happens. All right. Uh, I'm going to get into this with Fez. I know that he's kind of sobbing about it. He has... Family problems yeah. with his family, and he didn't sleep a wink last night. He didn't sleep. He didn't have a chance to do any. I think he got one eye bang story up. It just, it's not a good time for him. So when we bring him in here, gentle. Okay. Chris? Yeah. I'm going to say it again yeah. so you fucking hear me. Yeah. Gentle. Okay. 
Gentle is. I don't know, though. I mean, be a gentle man. I can't do that. I'm not gentle. I'm more of like a fucking. Should I send you out of the room? Monster. The guy's in tears. And I don't even know if he's going to make it through telling the story. Jesus fucking Christ. He's got problems, dude. He's got problems, and it's tough for him to solve problems. He's not a problem solver. All right. He's not Mr. Wolf. No one ever says, all right, we got a total fuck up here. Call Fez and get him down here immediately. We have to buy new bedroom sets for everything. <laughs> That's not his thing. I happen to like Oak myself. Oak is good. Uh, somebody wrote in, did Fez bring in his $99 worth of comics? No. He doesn't want to move that storyline along. He's got his own fucking problems today. But I will say this. Maybe the wolf gets out there and bites things. But who is going to... What species, they say, is going to be around after the bombs drop? Cockroaches, insects? Yeah. And Fez is a cockroach. Oh. Because he survives by scurrying. He scurries, stays out of the light, and survives. Nasty. You gotta get some light. Cockroaches are fucking disgusting. What did I tell you about being fucking gentle? I'm just I'm saying the actual, That's his actual, fucking family uh, crest right there. Oh, The ew. cockroach. Oh. When you crush him, white stuff comes out. So? It's nasty. I don't want to see that shit. It be you think you want to see a fucking human crush? No. I'll tell you something else. Duh. He lives in the baseboards. Oh, there's barely any room down there. It's fucking tight. You'd be surprised. <laughs> All right, so he's in trouble. We're going to bring him in and play a little bit of... The Advice Show. The Advice Show. The Advice Show. And $2 if he makes it through even telling the story without crying. I'll take that. I'll take that money. Give me a pound. I want to shake hands with it, but I don't know what you've done with your hand. <laughs> I'll blow it up, too. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. That'll be my thing. When you blow up your pound, I'll be like the kid. Here you go. Here, I'm good for it, too. I got two bucks. I got three, but I'll save that for later. <laughs> yeah, car fare. <laughs> All right. Here comes Fez Watley. And if you'd like to help Fez with his advice, it's 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. $2 to Chris Stanley if he can even tell the story without breaking into a sob. Fez, how are you? Oh, not good. Nightmare in Florida. Um, I got simultaneous calls from... My sister and my little brother yesterday after the unmasked. Fuck. And that's sad. No, it's, it's fine. My mother was having like just a crying, upset, nervous breakdown over. Well, well why didn't your dad help her? Uh, my dad's dead. Oh, jeez. He died a year and a half ago. Hmm. So, uh, apparently my older brother, Corky, has just, with his pill problem, 
and had been, I think, I think he had been clean for a few months because his pill buddy moved away, but is just went off the deep end and was tormenting my mother all night. And he lived Holy with my shit. mother and kept going into her room. That's got to be hard on her, right? You, she could handle it. When you even think about her, that's got to be awful. Well, she's 76 years old and she doesn't need his shit. And he kept going into her room, waking her up like every 15 minutes. Then... After what? Beef? I have no idea. But then she thought he had a stroke. Because... He went in there, he was trying to talk and couldn't. But they don't do anything about it. They didn't, like, they don't call an ambulance. They just let him go back and sleep it off. So she has the, she, she talked to my little brother and my sister, and they finally decide last night they're going to do something about it. They're all going to get together and talk to my mother and do something about it. So they called me to see if I had any advice. I gave them the best plan I could think of of dealing with him. Cry? Because this is going to cost me two bucks. <laughs> Don't cry. So they're like, that. this is well, all... what is the best plan? Well, I just, well, I said, you have, if you're going to do the intervention with him, I'm like, you all have to be on board. You all have to decide this is it. I told them you have to have some sort of plan ready for him. He's too far gone. You have to have, if you're going to put him in rehab, you have, or I said at least take him to the hospital. You have to have that ready because he's not going to figure it out himself. So just all these basic things that I think. Well, those aren't the basic things. The thing is, it's like if you called your mom and tried to teach her how to fix the fucking electrical wiring. Mm -hmm. At the house. Uh, she's not ever going to be able to do it. So the only way to do this is to get Holy a professional. If, and oh my God, let that's a professional good. handle it. You call any of those rehabs and you ask them for help. No, you don't and they'll send somebody over. And he'll give them the rules and they just follow the rules. And you don't have to have a 76-year-old woman figure it out. Uh, but the whole thing before of you saying that he was clean, not having a connection and being clean are two fucking different things. All right. I got to pay out two bucks because he did tell the whole fucking story. Oh, I haven't gotten to all of it yet. Well, what else is there? Well, then last night after this big family dinner they were having in Florida, I'm asked, you know, I'm saying, so what so are you guys doing? What did you decide? And then they just blow it off again. And I don't... That's actually even a fake cry there. And I don't understand it. It's Why like, are you upset? If they blew it off, that's their life. But it's... They're like, we're going to try to get him to a doctor. And I'm like... They're just... It's, but why are you upset if it's their life and they're okay with it? Because... I don't like to see my mother tortured like this. She's not tortured. If she says she doesn't want to do the rehab thing, then you, you can't do it. It's her house, and it's her son. You know what I mean? Like, the only part of this that would matter is if the person enabling him didn't want to enable anymore, and she's okay with it. I don't understand why you're upset. Because it's... they. 
they call all upset. They get me wound up. Why are you getting wound up? Don't get wound up. And then it's just, I just know something bad's going to happen here. Well, if he's going in her room at night, something bad is eventually going to happen. Do you mean no, sexually? No, I don't think so. No. All right, is that it now? Yeah, that's basically it. Here's your two bucks. <laughs> How the fuck? Now I know that it's almost a made-up story that he made it through and couldn't cry. I I'm do appreciate hot. the one time that you tried to force yourself to cry. <laughs> Don't, I'm not even slightly worried because I could double down and get you in the bed. That's, yeah. that's an option? Yeah. I'll fucking give you eight to one odds that it doesn't start raining up into the air, leaving from the ground, and you'll fucking take it. You're not going to turn down those kind of odds. That sounds like fucking good action, actually. <laughs> and I'm kind of flush right now. Um, Let's go over to uh, Mike in Texas. You're on Fez. Hey, Fez, this is what you need to do. You need to go get your, if you, if you really care and it's bothering you that much, go get your brother, bring him up to New York and straighten his ass out. I mean, take care of the problem just like, just like you did when your dad got sick. You got him up there to New York and you took care of him. Ouch. What the fuck? That was starting to be like a nice thing. Um, turned out not to be a nice one. Uh, Frazier, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hello? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. As an ex-addict fan, the new interventions and everything don't work for an addict. The only thing I can help an addict is helping himself. Well, the the, 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 the intervention would have been this. The, the intervention the part house. would have been to get out of the mother's house. That would. Yeah, that's that's the only intervention is to save your mom for this. But if your mom is okay, living him with him with that, I, I don't see where this is any of your business now. Yeah, and then she starts crying about... If something happens to her, will we take care of him? Right. Well, what did you say? And I said, I said, I'm not bringing him to New York. Why not? I don't have room for him here. Get a bigger apartment. Ball. Get a bigger pad, and then the fucking two of you, or the odd couple. Do 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 do. Then he's coming in your fucking room in the middle of the night, and you're fucking be able to like, oh, what's up, dude? You want to watch some fucking TV with me? Thanks for the company. Um, it's I don't know why that got you so upset that you couldn't sleep all night because it's not a new problem. You first brought this up to us years ago. Yeah, yeah, and before that, and then I thought. I was thinking yesterday after I talked to them the first time that now they're finally listening to me because I said get him help before. This was long before my father passed away. Why don't you get him help? Why don't you take, why don't you become the leader in this? Why don't you call the troops in? See, the weird thing is like obviously they're uh, enabling him, Uh but you're enabling them by acting like every time that they get upset. You're going to get upset and be part of it. You're not on the outside of this and you're not in a fucking leadership position. You're just part of the hysteria. You know, it's just another clucking fucking chick. The the great thing about most problems is that they're not original. They've happened before. And your thing of telling them, look, you're going to have to run the rehab. on They don't know how to do that. You know better than that. You know that they need to call a fucking expert. 
Well, that, that's what I was telling them. They have to have something there. But they you can't just tell him to go to rehab. But what I'm saying is instead of you telling them to do the work, if this has got you concerned, why don't you do the work? Why don't you call the fucking place and say, here's what my problems are. Uh, and I think that my family is part of it, blah, blah, blah. Right now, I just see a lot of people that are living their life the way they want to. And then you're getting upset. Your brother's how old? He's 55. You know how tough it is to fucking make changes when you're that age? Particularly when you got a fucking place to crash? You know? Was he working? He he was working. He he had gone back to uh, work, got a job, got like this little promotion. So it looked like things were going his way a little bit more. And but now he's like hasn't been to work in a couple of weeks. The answer what I found out. Then the answer is no. I don't know why you get into the detail stuff. That's what that's the fucking gossip part of it. The answer is no. The fucking fact of the matter is. The only reason why he's going to have breakfast this morning is because your mother gave it to him. Why would anyone fucking change? If they could fucking eat pills and have a place to crash, no one's going to give that up. So then I'm like Corky and Fez is like mom. (laughs) No, because you're fucking taking care of your business right now. The second you stop taking care of business like everybody else, you know. He is the only one who gives you breakfast, though. I'll tell you that much. How's your breakfast been? It's getting. We're stuck in like a, a new rut. I think there's one place Fez goes to that has it's bacon, egg, and cheese on just like white bread. It's not very good. I mean, I'm not gonna. No, do you tell Fez that? I ask, but I don't get told anything till it's on the air. But why aren't you reacting before? Why are you waiting and being all depressed about it? You know that he needs. Look at him. He needs a good, healthy breakfast. He needs fruit. He needs oatmeal. About that, I, mean, I wouldn't even mind seeing him doing some jumping jacks okay, in the morning. That, I might vomit then. Uh, Mike, Mike, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. You know this is completely consistent. I, I totally believe Fez's story. His family sounds as about as lazy as him, and he's actually not bothered by the fact that his brother is struggling or hurting his mother. He's bothered by the fact that they called him and probably interrupted his wrestling watching or eating chicken or whatever else he does on a Monday night. Were you able to eat chicken and watch wrestling last night? I didn't watch any wrestling. I was on the phone. Why do you stay on the phone with them? Why do you stay on the phone with people who don't take your advice? What is the fucking positive purpose? It just makes me think that you like the negativity. And then you come in here with us and... You said, I don't I have anything done. I'm not fucking prepared because I have these problems. And the problem is the same one for a couple of years now. Um, let's go over to Murph. Murph, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, boys. Hey, Fezzy, this sounds like a long list of neurotic issues. Um, your mom sounds like a classic codependent. And she gets fulfillment from taking care of a son who's got problems. And then she gets fulfillment from weeping and crying to her other children about how hard her life is. And then you get fulfillment from coming on the show and complaining about how tough everything is. Now, my heart does go out to you, but you got to break the cycle, buddy. you got to take a little fucking control in this. You're not acting like an adult. You're acting the same way you did with a kid. A lot of this has to do with just with gossip. Like, even if I asked you... If your brother was working, you had to go through the whole gossip thing. 
or as smart as you are and knowing enough about this stuff, acting like he was getting better because his source fucking disappeared. You know that that doesn't end the fucking problem. You know all that stuff. Some of it, though, you just got to let go of. Um, let's um, let's go over to Gary. Gary, you're on the run of Fez show. Oh, yeah, Ronnie. Um, you know, Fez never takes advice that anybody gives him. Why would he expect his family to do that? Well, that I... Th- it seemed like it was a bottoming out moment for all of them, where the fact that they even got together to talk about it finally, I took as a good sign. I think you like the gossip and hysteria. I think it's a very comfortable thing for your whole family, and your family loves to say that one of the people is fucking things up, because so, that means that they're not. Now, you got to remember what your brother went through. He just found out that his brother's gay. He's going to need pills. It's a coping mechanism. And a non-sexual gay. Yeah. The toughest to defeat. So at the end of the day, all this means nothing, right? It's all back to regular. It, yeah, it's it's like they they're said they're going to take him to a doctor. And I don't even know what that means at this point. Why do you care? What are you upset about? They're taking care of it then. It's their life. They're all adults. What are you upset about? That my brother's going to end up dead from this. That my mother's going to find him. That it's just, I just, it's not going to have a happy ending. That's for sure. You mean like it jacking a guy off after a massage? Oh. That's your way of solving this? Oh, no. Oh, nasty. Different kind of happy ending. What happy ending would you like to have? I'd like to have him get cleaned up. Go to a program and get some of his life back. What have you done to make that happen? I've talked to him. I've talked to my family about it. I've, I've the went that nobody wants to do it, including including the person it's happening to. You know, nobody wants to do it. They're all very happy with that circumstance. The only person that doesn't seem to be happy right now is you. That's true. Well, I mean, and none of them are happy. Have you called the fucking uh, any rehab and talked to them about it? Yeah, I I did that like a, what, a year and, ago. And what did they tell you? And they were like, "You have to, you have to get them down there." And I like, and why did you get them down there? No, I didn't. All right, so I wasn't there to take them. You know how to get on a plane. And, I mean, I would have had to force him, and he wasn't, you know, he didn't want to go. Right, but we already talked the whole thing over about your whole fucking family would have to say, here's here's how you can be in our family. That's the fucking thing. 
But your family doesn't want that. They want all this other drama, which you yourself are part of. You love it as well. The fact that you ran out of here yesterday, ran all around the things, talking on the phone, told us how upset you were, didn't sleep and all, came in here, fucking blew up. You love this fucking stuff. Just admit that you love it. And that could be the fucking beginning. Like, this is fun for our family. Look at fucking Hicks. He doesn't even have a family. Hell no. Loving it. What? Um, let's go over to Howard. Howard, you're on Run Fez show. Yeah, fans, you got to realize something. You can't fix your brother if he doesn't want to be fixed. I know that for a fact. So, and plus the drama, y'all love the drama. I had to cut my family loose. Because I wouldn't play in their drama game. I haven't seen my family in over 10 years because I would not do it. You're either going to have to learn to love it and live it or walk away from it. I think, he, I think he does love it, though. I think this is all part of it. I think this is all part of the big fun. Uh, people are living stuff on, on the iBang, getting giving Fez advice as well. But it's the same advice. How come you didn't fucking sleep all night? How come you came into work in the condition that you did? By the way, you also know, no matter what, you cost me two big ones. And now the worst thing is, obviously it's not the money, but the fucking happiness of fucking Hicks. It feels great. I'm, I, I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> but I mean, I'm on a roll here. You should have got nods if you weren't fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> well, come on, I figured he'd cry. Matt, you're on the run of show. Fezzy, uh, what type of pills has your brother been hooked on? Because, you know, if they're opiates, it's obviously more than mental. It's also physical. If it's a Xanax thing, it can mess with his, his brain chemistry. I mean, that can kind of, if you can narrow down what it is, you know, you might be able to attack it better. Yeah, Ron, it's it's you know. the opiates. All right, man. Well, like the oxys. That's, that's a fight, and I know Ron knows more about that than anybody does. Yeah, it's fucking, it's very, very tough, and he can't do it alone. I mean, at the very least... I think what you were saying is you're more worried about your mom than anything else. Uh -huh. Then you should bring your brother up here to live with you. Or just think to yourself, well, wait, this is my mom's problem. So whatever happens is her responsibility. Yeah. What are you going to do? You got five seconds. I could bring him up here for and some time. I didn't ask you if you could. I'm saying, are you going to? Yeah, I'll have him come up here. Shit. Is he getting the ticket right now? Well, I'll have to talk to him first. It won't be definitive, you know that? We're not going to move the story along. That brother is much going to be like that pile of Batman stuff that we've never got to have pictures of yet. Oh, my God. I think you ought to go to HR and talk to him about it. That's how, that's what helped Earl when he started taking his problems to HR. Oh, this is fucking great. Plays music videos. Pretty cool job, actually. You honestly think that he plays music videos? He's my manager. Is he? Yeah. How many, so. how many in your party? It's a vibe thing to ask. I actually got that email. I think I forwarded it to you that someone said that Johnny's voice has changed 
since he's lost so much weight. Yeah, I got to find a post-Johnny or pre-Johnny surgery audio. That's interesting. I don't know whether it's true or not, but I'm sure it's got to have some truth to it. He sounds like a spring chicken. Uh, Joe, you're on the run of Fez show. Hi, Fez. I've been listening. Have you ever considered that you might be truly addicted to just chaos, the uncertainty that chaos brings in your life and and the uncertainty and chaos in other people's lives? And well, I'm talking about just you. It does help them from moving forward. I don't think I'm addicted to chaos. I think I'm ad- addicted to, like, doom. What's that mean? Where I can't get past the fact that I feel like something bad's going to happen. And I get that feeling, and then I dive into it. Yeah. You love Doom. You're like the fucking Eeyore of your own life. Oh, man. That blows. That makes you poo, though, Chris. And then I am little Christopher Robin in short pants talking to my imaginary friends in the forest. I keep getting my fucking head and hands stuck in honey jars. Sure you do. I don't know about his hand. Fucking honey's good, though. Holly in St. Pete, uh, well, Holly in Seattle said, Like I told you before, look up the Marchman Act. It enables family members to get help for a family member. Did you look that up? No, I didn't look that up. I looked up the Baker Act. How come you didn't take Holly's advice, though? I don't remember her saying that. Did you write it down in your clipboard? Well, Fez, you're back on top now. You had a chance to express yourself. That make you feel better? Yeah, just to talk it out with humans. Well, any humans that you could talk it out that, you know, doesn't affect your job, though? There should be. HR. What about Rob Cross from Mitch and Murray? How come you don't how come you didn't dump this on him last night? He said, Come to me when you got problems. Yeah, I didn't I've I didn't I did not have not seen him since this started happening. I gotta get you one of those um cellular telephones. That way you're able to reach him even when he's not standing in front of you. Chris just spent $580 for his new one. No, I not spent $580. I heard that from Liam. That's if you don't sign a contract. And then he also said that you, him, and Zito were all going on Instagram together. That's what he said. I ain't fucking going on Instagram with those guys. Why not? You can have all your favorite pictures. <laughs> Are they going to look gold or like Polaroids? I heard Zito is down here fucking running roughshod over the fucking Sam show. Yeah, this uh, Oney's uh, newest hire, Sal. Yeah, he uh, he talks shit about Zito. Right, and then Zito came down and was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" All right, I'm only going to say this once, and I never thought, and in my life, I would ever have seen the ONA show disrespected in such a way. To me, this takes Opie down a peg, and it takes Anthony down a peg, and now I'm wondering like. Do I even know those guys anymore? Wow. That they let their show be beat up like this? This is like hearing that one of the bl- the Bloods got beat up by a fucking Girl Scout. Oh. No. Let me change that. Brownie. 
that makes the whole crew look fucking suspect. It does. Suspect. The, the crew looks suspect now. It's like, if that guy gets over on, then shit, everyone's going to be coming down around. It does seem that way. Now everybody's going to be like, um, let's, uh, let's now see what we can take from yeah, ONA. Let's fuck with him. Let's poke. And you know how, like, Zietz is the boss's boy, right? Oh, yeah. That makes the bosses feel strong. Like, we got one over on the ONA show. Oh, man. This is... A- uh, the Brian Regan. How well do you know Brian Regan is up right now? And it's... It is uh, fantastic. Love fantastic. It. I've already fell twice. I'm a moron. Um, you fell twice? Yeah. Um, I had to take it again. And again, I just fucking look like an idiot. It's depressing. All right, Fezzy, this email came in from you. Fezzy has this huge cloud of guilt. It's because he feels like he got away and made something with his life. Everyone else in Florida makes him feel guilty for being there. You are guilty for not being there, right, Fez? Yeah, yeah. I think you should go back. I think you should go. That's not going to fix anything. It is going me to. Me or them. It's going to fix both of you. It's going to fix everybody. Hicks. Yeah. After the show today. Okay. Take that $2 that you have. I'm fucking And loaded. go out and buy some luggage with Fez. Okay. All right. We'll go to the dollar store. You get some cheap roll around luggage. Myself, I have a Samsonite from the late 70s that I use. Let's see some of the winners that have come in so Our far. Show. Rutgers Kev is a big winner. All right. And he writes, oh, yeah. Take luck and care. Uh, Onug writes, hey there. At the pay window writes, suck and fuck. And I, I know we know Toby uh, Connell, whatever that fucking name is. So you're going to head down, Fez? No, I'm Why not- don't you charter a plane? Oh, baller. Why would I charter one? So you can get there quickly and not have to fucking stand there at the airport like some ham and egger who doesn't know where he's going. Like looking up in the fucking air. What gate am I going to? (laughs) Fuck that. You fucking take your car and have drive right up to the plane. Oh, we have three hours to the plane starts. Guess we'll get a fucking overpriced drink. I don't know. I refuse when I go to the airport to ever look up because I look like a fucking idiot. Like, I don't know. What gate is it? Do you know? Stupid. When you can go just directly to the fucking plane. Get on it, spread your fucking shit out the way you want to. That sounds awesome. Light up. Oh, what? Crazy. Chain smoke, my way to fucking. Yeah. Great. You're smoking up there and you're like, I hope we don't even fucking land. (laughs) This fucking cigar is so nice. (laughs) Joe. Joe, you're on Run a Fest show. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, buddy. Hey. Great line about the uh, happy ending half an hour ago. Thanks. All right. Um, what's the difference between the way Fez supports his family and the way you support Fez? None. Oh, all right. We're good, then. None. I am... My, my life is totally out of fucking balance, and I uh, am not following my own fucking advice for Fez, with Fez. And I got that from... Rob's boss yesterday. Oh. Boy. 
which actually also makes Rob look bad. With his boss coming to me instead of to Rob. Rob yeah. We're not following the normal chain of command. Uh, things are bouncing around all over the place. And I said to him, like, I thought Rob was on this, and now he's fucking up. Again, I said. <laughs> he's fucking up. I said, he's fucking this up like some other project that only you know about that he let you down with. Because everyone's let their, doubt, their boss down with some project in the past. Plus, he smelled like liquor yesterday, so maybe you should ask him about that, too. He smelled like liquor because he stood next to you. <laughs> you were so fucked up right. yesterday morning, on a Monday morning. Long over. I guess all the alcohol. Hot over is different than still drunk, dude. I guess so. Because, like, uh, later on in the day, I felt even like it was like a real hangover hit. It's bad. I don't know why alcohol stays in my system so long. Because you drink so much of it. Oh. It stays in your system like blood stays in other people's systems. <laughs> You're more alcohol than you are man right now. You're a fucking alcohol cyborg. I fucking love it. It tastes good. I know that you love it, but look at Pips. He looks at you. You're his father figure now. Oh, my God. This is a lot of responsibility. It is. Shit. And now it's time you met it. Do you want him to end up like you? No. I don't want him to end up like me. Is he like a son to you? Oh, definitely. I want him to be better than, you know? Yeah. I don't want to fucking see him go, go down my path. Right. You want him to get a GED. That's your dream for him. Maybe get into Dry, a trade school. It could fucking be great. Son, my dream for you is for you to work with your hands. <laughs> Use that back. <laughs> Use it. God gave it to you for a reason. I don't want you to be like me. I want you carrying stuff in and out of places all the time. Fucking shit, dude. Joe from Hoboken is right. Why, how can I get Fez advice when I enable Fez? And I should take the advice. I should. No, no. You're the fucking addict right now. I'm the enabler. See, I never knew how to be on the other side. Because, like, I know how, like, to be the addict. But the other side of it, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about that addict. Fuck him. That's my problem. Man. Most of the people that I've tried to help, they just go right back to fucking using. They weren't ready yet. Well, the great thing is then they dodge me, though. <laughs> That's like the greatest thing. They're like, "Oh man, I can't. I don't want Ron to see me now." Oh, yeah, this is a win-win. So yeah, you don't have to deal with it. Fuck it. The win-win is that you had that empty seat that you put that fucking intern in yesterday. That's right. When I told you time and time again, only invite the people that are going to show up. I thought I was the one who said they weren't going to show. Doesn't matter. The point is, this is your responsibility. Yeah, I know it's my responsibility. That's what I was trying to get. Stop counting your fucking five dollars. One, two, three. You four. really couldn't fucking <laughs> get some sissy juice out of your fucking eyes so I could win two. That's how fucking passive aggressive you are against me, dude. Oh shit! You know I had fucking two bills and all the fucking. Acclaim, look, now he's he's got a marker sitting on top of it, so it doesn't blow away. Hey, look, this is my fucking cash now. I gotta take care of it. Every other day, he'll cry for any fucking reason. I was just feeling it today. Alright, uh, by the way, go play the Brian Regan game. Send that out to your Brian Regan f friends. Hell yeah. This one might be even too hard. Two times I fucking tried Two fucking times. I'm going again. I have to. I want to be on the winner board. 
Feels good. Oh, I don't know. Um, no, they're laughing because I caught on that they do blow. I caught on that they really do blow. Well, so do the fucking phones. Um, there's a big zombie thing that's up oh, right shit. now. Oh, shit. New York zombies. The zombie thing will not go away. Uh, no, and The Walking Dead really is solidified as just a giant thing. I'm sorry, what's The Walking Dead? That's a TV show on AMC. All right, well, go ahead and let's play a little bit of this. They dress people up like zombies. They turn people into zombies. They're just scaring the shit out of people in the street. Huh, mailman zombie. <laughs> this thing, of course, is going super viral. And that's crazy to me because... Fez did this last year. Zombie Muammar Gaddafi. And that did not go viral. It actually even started with less hits than when it got uploaded. I don't know how, how that could happen. Holy shit. Oh, zombie cab driver. People love zombies. Getting enough right. of them, man. Now, that's going super viral. Yeah. Zombies don't belong here. Let's uh, compare this to Fez's last year. Were people running and screaming from his zombie thing? Because his makeup was excellent. Let's see if we can... It's fantastic. Let's take it back and so we get the full uh, sound. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to Times Square. <laughs> And no one running from him. No one's scared. Hello. Hello. Have a happy Halloween, everybody. Have a happy Halloween. That might have been a mistake. I mean, that's scary enough, no? Hello. The makeup is great. Hi, everyone. No one is afraid, not even old people. Gave a nice smile. If you want to compare, we got both up this on the eye bang. Hello. 
thank you. So, Zero You're gonna make it after all. <laughs> Only in New York. Hmm. Now, why did one go viral and the other one didn't? Why were some people afraid of that one and not the other? Not I mean, we didn't get any of this kind of fear stuff. Talking. Let me go over. We're comparing them both on the iBang and see what people have to say. Only in New York. Only in New York. That's become our catchphrase that I guess we will exclusively uh, own when that mean old lady from page six dies. Oh, hell yeah. We should jump her. Mm. Should we break now? Uh. Maybe wait like 10 minutes. What is that? To come back with the person. What does it matter if we come back with them or not? There you go. Give me a break now. All right. So uh, we do have somebody stopping by. Yep. One of the people who's done the show before and he's going to perform for us. That's right. Yeah. He's going to break out of the guitar, do a little acoustic set. Do we know what he's doing? Uh, not finding that out now. Why don't you tell everybody who we got? And that's Mr. Oscar winner, Brian Bingham. What's his first name? Ryan Bingham. Because you said Brian. Yeah, I, I got the R mixed up with the, the B from the last name. Uh, Ryan Bingham's going to come in here. Of course, he won an Oscar for uh, writing the Crazy Heart theme. Weary Kind. This is the Weary Kind. It's a great song. Hell yeah. Tom, you're on the Run and Fez show. Spy Report. Spy Report. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Um, Olympic soccer just started. Women's team. USA versus North Korea. I hate North Korea. Now, if you went back on the gambling thing that we had, three fucking goals. Yeah. No way do you expect somebody to have a three-goal lead. Um, and right now it's nil-nil, right? Zero-zero. Yeah. Uh, everyone keeps bringing up our little... Uh, goalie. Matter of fact, Will Bomb was taking fucking shots at her oh. for daring to criticize uh, Brandy Chicane. Is that her name? Chastain. Chastain. Thank you, Fez, for um, uh, you know criticizing the show. But I think that you should be able to criticize your critics. I don't see why that's so awful. There's no problem with that. I don't know what the hell Will Bond's talking about. I love this fucking home solo. She's great. She talks mad shit. All right, let's see what some of the people are writing. Welcome to Times Square. No one is afraid of gay zombies. Does a gay zombie try to suck your dink? Where's the baby Hitler in the diaper video? Hmm, I don't know. Um, let's break here. We'll be back in a little bit. Ryan Bingham coming up. In just a little bit, who'll be performing for us? It's the Ron and Fez show. This is the Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez continues. Shake me down. Not a lot of people left around. 
softly laying on the ground. Not a lot of people left around. Show on a Tuesday. Uh, Brian Regan game up on the iBang.com today. How well do you know Brian Regan, uh, America's, I believe, most beloved comic? Your chance to figure it out. Now, uh, we're waiting for Ryan Bingham to come in. He is going to perform a couple songs for us. Oh, yeah. Are we going to talk at all or just get right into the performances? We talk a little. Just yeah, my question is going to be this. Let's do that first song. <laughs> Let's rock. Uh, you said that this album is a lot less outlaw country and a lot more a rock, huh? Yeah, this, the, the new single, definitely, Heart of Rhythm. That comes out today on iTunes. Is that right? Yeah. Digital, oh, baby. Why don't you get it on your brand new phone? What kind of phone you have? Ivy, Samsung Galaxy S3. What happened to your Crackberry? The Crackberry finally died on me. The internet stopped working, and uh, no one I had no one to BBM with. Because you were the last person <laughs> to have a Crackberry. Yeah, pretty much. Um... Now I'm an Android boy. Droid. Droid. That's fucking scary. Well, let's play our... I already took the, that sound off mine. <laughs> and Fez, you're the last person with a flip phone. Yeah, the very last one. What year is that phone? This is a 2005. Wow. What Now, the here's the fuck? weird thing. A 2005 in technology is like saying an 1840. Because technology flips so fast that the day I got my phone, everyone said that I was too late, that this blew, and I needed to get something else. Oh, come on. But a 2005 phone, the cool thing about that is if you keep going for another year or so, you're going to be look like throwback guy. You're looking like a guy with a Nintendo machine. I'll be all retro. He's got that flip dog. Look at that shit. How come you don't want a smartphone? It just uh, annoys you? Yeah, it's... Um, I. I really don't like uh, the touch tone thing, the the touch screen thing. Why? I hate that. I don't like touching a screen. That's Hicks's bit. <laughs> you literally took his par- his weird paranoia. And I do we, hate that. We've done an entire show on, and you were yelling at him. How can you not? What What do you do when you go to the mall? And now you thought it happened to you. To you. That's the beauty of you. I don't know, well, like, your superpower is adapting other people's phobias as part of your own. I fucking, I really, I had to fucking, though I had to bite the bull, I'm like, all right, everything's turning into the touchscreen now. This is the time. What is your problem with it, though, Hicks? Don't like the feeling of it. I usually, like, even the MetroCard machines here in New York, they're all touchscreen. I touch it with my knuckle, not my fingertips. I don't like the feeling of the glass on my fingertips. Do you feel like you're going to be germ boy? No, I just, it's a skeevy feeling. I just don't, I mean, I have no problem with germs. So for you, it's like uh, fingernails on a chalkboard. Yeah, but it's like with my feeling my skin like drag across a flat screen. It feels disgusting. It feels it doesn't feel like a flat screen anymore. It just feels nasty to me. Mm. Did it 
surprise you that Baz stole that from you? I uh, thought that was a little weird. I'm not going to lie to you. I just thought it was strange. Thanks for not lying to me. It means a lot, dude. I ain't, I ain't going to do it. Uh, Ryan Bingham going to be in in a couple minutes. He's actually one of the great singer-songwriters. Of course, we all love uh, Crazy Heart, the Amazing. fucking movie. And he wrote uh, music for it, including winning an Oscar for that. And... Um, this is one that the Draft House Kid loves this guy. Oh, hell yeah. It's Outlaw Country. That's his man. Yeah, he's turned us on to a lot of Outlaw Country stuff. And even though we busted his balls at first, we've all become <laughs> really big fans of it. That's right, Draft House. Will he make the fantasy league this year? That's a fucking question. He asked. I know. He's fucking... He, he put it forward. He put it out there. Who the list of... Well, here's one of the people that we've got to think about taking off the list because he's become very busy in his job and we don't run into him, is Mikey Boy. Now, Mikey Boy used to be a guy that we loved as a person, but now his job loves him as a person. Yep. He never was good busting balls on the message boards. And I found out he constantly changed his team name. He was changing like every other week. So you had a problem with that? I was like, come on, just pick one. I'm the Newfoundland Ritz. No one knows where that came from at this point anymore. Right. It's three years old. I but do remember it. I'm keeping it, though. I thought about changing it, but maybe I'll change I'm, it up. I'm the Twin Oaks Killer Bees, yeah. which I could never have a better name than that. That <laughs> fucking name is just perfect. I mean, the only better name would be the Jefferson Street Astronauts. But let's face it. I didn't live on Jefferson Street. That'd be living a lie. That's why I couldn't join that fucking ball club. <laughs> um, so, Mikey Boy, on give the me the definites that are going in. All right. Ron. Yeah. Fez. Pepper. Pips replaces Zito. So you got Pips as a definite, right? Yeah, now. he's yes. He hates okay. it so much we have to make him play. All right. Kathleen. HTG. Now how many is that right now? That's two what six. All right. Blowhard he has to come back. He's in flux. Blowhard's in flux. Oh, you're on the fucking bubble, motherfucker. So let's put the bubble people. <laughs> Draft house? Draft house. Zito should be on the bubble. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be totally out. Okay. Um, Dave, is he out? Dave and Earl Bubble. Oh, shit. Even Earl? Yeah. Wow. We're basically we're almost head league on the bubble right now. All right. So how many people does that put on the bubble? That's four, five people on the bubble. Uh, Bronx Johnny. I mean, not Bronx Hard Johnny. Rock. Hard Rock Johnny. Hard Rock. Wow. This, this is going to take some fucking serious fucking debate and thought. Do you have Mikey Boy Bubble? My, oh my god, so now, yeah, so now we have two people that could come in, plus five people in the bubble. We have seven people on the bubble. So how many are definites? We have six definites. Seven definites, excuse me. You got the draft house kid as the bubble? Bubble, yeah, he's, he's bubbled. All right, so that's seven possible people for four possible slots. That's crazy. <sighs> Ryan Bingham. Uh, the single Heart of Rhythm comes out today. Ryan's new album, Tomorrowland, comes out Tuesday, September 18th. For more information and tour dates, go to BinghamMusic.com. I'm going to tell you right now, we are going to do a, a giveaway on this. So, first responders, be ready for at Ryan Bingham. At Ryan Bingham. This is the new single, Heart of Rhythm. Ryan Bingham. Put me on down the 
We got the country and the rhythm and the blues. We ain't a living in a promised land. We got a heart full of rhythm and a wonderland. We'll give you more than a silver and gold. I got a heart full of rhythm and a rock and roll. Let me on down some new man. in studio with us showing us another side dude bringing in some rock and roll right on what's happening you know it's um you know texas i don't think gets enough credit for the birth of rock and roll thing by having buddy holly there it always gets left out yeah definitely always gets left out and thought of as straight uh um i guess country but i don't i don't even know where like buddy holly's roots came from down there, because that was one of the few people that wasn't kind of mixing into the Delta sound. He was a Lubbock, Texas boy, yeah. West Texas, yeah. And kind of was off on his own, like mm-hmm. a, a one-man scene. Uh, how are you doing? I know you, you, you're traveling all the time. I've been good, man. I've actually had some time off in the past year just writing songs and, and recording this record and just now kind of getting the, the circus back together. So, well, What yeah. is that like, taking time off when you've been on the road as long as you've been? It was cool. You know, yeah. I, I didn't really realize, but shit, I've been beating it up for the past 10 years. Yeah. Pretty solid and hadn't taken any breaks at all, you know. And finally, I was just like, man, I'm going to I'm gonna shut her down for a little bit. And um, it was it was actually really nice. You know, the thing about the record and with a lot of electric guitar stuff is I realized um, I hadn't really ever had the opportunity to sit down with an electric guitar and an amp and some pedals and really kind right. of woodshed you know they you know a lot of times kids grow up and they got the guitar in your room when you're 16 and right. all that and i really bounced around so much growing up and you know i didn't even really start playing guitar till i was 17 or 18 and it was acoustic and then you know kind of by the time i got an electric guitar i was on the road just playing you know and so it was cool to get home and really experiment with stuff you had never really out. sat down and wrote because the way you write on the road which i guess is in hotel rooms or mm-hmm. you know the bus or whatever but so the chance to just sit at your house 
and work that way. And so that's a completely different experience, I guess. Or even to have a house. I mean, before yeah. that, I was, you know, living out of my car. So, you know, kind of somewhere in the middle of that, got a home and got married <laughs> and all that stuff. And then it was like, shit, I need to see what it's like actually being home and being there. Was there a weird thing, though, that you almost got up and packed every morning? Where it was like, we, we got to get moving. I was a little restless there yeah. for the first couple of months. Yeah, just kind of feeling like, you know, I needed, yeah, we need to get on, you know, just going through the motions of it. Isn't it weird yeah. that you fall into that pattern and it's almost like your body picks up on it? Like you physically almost need to travel once you've done it for so long. You yeah, know? it's just you, you feel like you need to be moving, you know, and always rolling around. And um, yeah, another thing was just kind of. The thing of kind of going to bed on a schedule, you know, and, right. and eating, and eating too, you know, eating breakfast and dinner when you're really supposed to eat breakfast and dinner, you know, <laughs> instead of like five in the morning, you're eating right. dinner and, you know, two in the afternoon's breakfast. You know? Yeah, there is a, a strange thing that when you're on the road a lot, breakfast can happen sometimes three, four times a day. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you get up 24 in the hour diners, yeah. you're, getting some, you're getting some eggs and hash browns. <laughs> yeah. You know? You're like, wait, is this the sixth egg I've eaten today? So where where is home for you now? I live in Topanga, California. It's yeah. pretty much Los Angeles. Um, Topanga, by the way, and uh, oh, DL Ugly was in here, and he uh, the other day, and he says it's still one of the places that black people hate to drive through. <laughs> he still he says that any black person in Los Angeles knows not to drive through. Really? Oh, why was yeah. that? The, the police know. are a little more trained. The really? police are still like old school. Yeah. Wow. I think it's even in his uh, is in his book um, to keep an eye on it. It's still kind of throwback up in there. I mean, yeah. it's not I, I haven't really noticed the presence of any cops or anything, but it's definitely like there's still some dudes living in their, you know, VW van up in right. the kind of hill. You know, they kind of moved in there in the 60s and kind of squatted on a piece of land and they're still there hanging out. And you don't really see them except for certain times of the day when they come wandering out <laughs> of the woods. You know, but uh, people don't realize that that is the West, too. You know what I mean? Like California is like the original guys that came into this country and they just if there was more ground they would have been even further back those other people you know if there was 10 more states over they would have kept heading west <laughs> exactly. so this is where yeah. the people who originally like i gotta keep going finally ended up they're you know? like they're the guys that like stopped out in the desert on the way there and they're like we're not gonna fucking stay <laughs> here man we're gonna keep going <laughs> um you um you had also said that you were working on some Dylan-type songs. I saw uh, that was up on your Twitter. Is that Dylan is one of the people as a songwriter that uh, still interests you very much? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, he's obviously been a, a huge influence on me, and you know, as well as like Woody Guthrie, and mm -hmm. you know, kind of all the people that's kind of you know been influenced by that. You know, um, and I've just kind of the other day, I, you know, I've been all the songs I've written on the record and thinking about the tour this fall. I'd like to. You know, get up and play, you know, a couple of songs by some other people, do some cover songs. And so I was working up a couple of his older tunes. What are, what are you thinking about covering? Um, there's a song called Hard Rain's Gonna Fall. Sure. That um, it was kind of big for me growing up. And, um, uh, oh gosh, my mind's kind of blanking out right now. But it, it is kind of amazing of them, you know? to look back at so many of those Dylan songs mm -hmm. and seeing how fast he wrote. So many of those great songs. And how much is in them, too? I didn't yeah. really, you know, when you sit down and start really going through the lyrics and trying to, 
not only just learn you know learn a song but then when you go to play it and then remember all of those lyrics you know some of them are really long and they're almost rap intense yeah. yeah they're almost hip-hop when yeah. you when you take a look at them the strange things uh scorsese did a documentary on on him and went back and found a lot of the stuff and how many of the songs that he wrote at a typewriter yeah. he didn't even have a guitar in front of him he sat down it's and just poetry, yeah. wrote it as if it was poetry and yet for some reason was running the music in his head but then again he changes that music even now all yeah. the time like it does seem to be more about the words for him than yeah. anything else what about you when you're writing what comes first i always tend to have to have kind of a, a bit of a melody mm-hmm. you know on the guitar I, <clears throat> that always seems to kind of set the mood for whatever I'm going to say. I've always had a hard time of sitting down and trying to um, to write something out, you know, just on paper. I've, it always just kind of seems to more have to come off the top of my head or my subconscious or, you know, little ideas like that. And the music always seems to have to evoke, you know. Does it all come as one piece or does it take you several times before it all comes together? Sometimes it changes. Sometimes yeah. I can sit down and it'll all come out in three or four minutes, you know, and it'll just kind of pour out and the song's there. And then other times I'll write, you know, maybe like a verse or something and, and kind of get hung up on it. And then I'll just set it down for a while and maybe come back to it a week later and play around with it and just kind of – I try not to – to force anything mm-hmm. you know if i'm kind of having trouble with something i just i'll set it down and walk away from it and kind of come up and pick it up here and there and just kind of see if anything comes out but kind of got to give it its space it's weird because there's very few skills that are like that like you wouldn't say if you have i don't know, like a math problem or something just to leave it to the side but maybe those mathematicians on those mm-hmm. on that level do that yeah. but at some point you just have to trust the subconscious instead of you know, making it about craft, you know? Yeah, and I, 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 you know, I mean, you can obviously just write a word that rhymes with the one that came before yeah. it or something, but uh, I try to kind of give it some space and maybe let something else is, come is, about. Are there times where you're like, oh, man, I'm just short-arming this thing, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to end this process. Of course, I've had yeah. a couple, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm, I'm really lazy when it comes yeah. to, like, the craft and... Um, really kind of working on stuff. Oh, there's so much stuff. I'm just like, oh, that's the way it's going to be. That's right. Yeah, move on to the next one. You know? But I can't imagine a better feeling yeah. than knowing that this song is coming together. You know what I mean? Like a great song is coming together. You Especially know? when it happens fast. Yeah. And it all really comes out. And it's, it's uh, that's what it's, it's, you know, for me, writing songs has always been more of a therapy kind of a thing. You know, kind of really... You know, saying things and getting stuff off your chest and, um, you know, s- saying, actually just saying them out loud, you know, yeah. whether anybody hears them or not, you know. It's, um, well, you always need, like in any kind of therapy or a confession, you need at least one person here before <laughs> yeah. it feels better, you know. So I think if you do it by yourself, it'll never be it's that It's not going to work. Yeah, you uh, got to yeah. do it at least for one other person, <laughs> yeah. then you can let it go. Uh, why don't you do one of the uh, the songs you want to do here today? What do you got okay. for us? There's a little song called Flower Bomb here. Great. I'm picking that up. In this world we have gone out on our own, all alone and stoned 
Looking for time that passes us by If you're tired and old you may get left behind In this world we hope to see Invisible signs of our democracy So maybe somehow we all can say That it's worth the blood that we leave on the stage In this world we make a stand for suffering minds of unknown lands But the water below our two left feet can never rise above our political heat This world we have a voice And it's loud as hell if we have the choice Don't consume the best to fill our lives And we feed our kids what we leave behind For in this world we have to shake And mend the hand that the bad arms break If we hesitate, we might forget About the hot checks written for last month's rent How in the hell can we progress If we're all out of work and hooked on pills for stress They tell us that up in heaven there is food to eat But for now all we get is this shit on the street For in this world we just can't trust And food stamps filling our bellies up Homeless kids on forgotten roads Let's hope they can bear with the winter cold Cause the spark within the youngest eye Can slowly fade with the whispered cry So lend your heart and all you know And relieve the pain so the good can grow Relieve the pain so the good can grow. That's uh, Flower Bomb, Ryan Bingham in studio uh, with us. And um, you've always been ready to write about the American uh, kind of condition, what's ever going on at the side. And not everybody's doing that these days. What what keeps you connected like that when, in your writing? I don't know. It's, I guess it's just, I, don't, I feel like there's really not any way around it you mm-hmm. know i mean uh any songs i have that you know really come to me that are just really about the places that i go and the people that i meet and the things that you you know you really experience and um i think you know as much as we travel on the road you know night after night you know you're always just waking up in a new town and in a new environment every morning and it just feels like you're you get exposed to so much 
yeah. so fast, you know, and, and uh, just with the, you know, everything on the news and in the media, I mean, every day, you know, you just, you get bombarded with just information, you know, and stuff that's going on and whether you process it or not, or whether you want to think about it or deal with it, you know, I think when I talk about writing kind of songs off my subconscious or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, things just kind of start coming out, you know, and, and I guess it's just the way the world kind of makes you feel day to day and, you know, how a lot of that stuff, you know, kind of really just affects, affects me, I guess, mostly or whatever you want to call it. You know, I just, I just can't help but just write about what's really happening or what I'm feeling. And, you know, hard times are back. It's not like we were there for a while going, all right, well, things are a little bit down, so we're waiting for it to bounce. But we really have fallen back into, and you brought Woody Guthrie up earlier, but it does feel like that same kind of thing out there in America right now. You know, I just feel, too, playing the songs every night, you know, just to play them every night, you know, for, you know, months and over and over at a time. It just has to be something that, you know, I'm um, inspired by and, and um, you know, just something that, you know, really makes you feel it. Like mm-hmm. you're doing, like I'm doing something and that, you know, I'm doing something a little worthwhile or at least saying something, you know. So I guess that just kind of keep, keeps me going day to day as well. It is uh, surprising, though, uh, the condition that the country's in, don't you think? After, and I'd say, you know, the the slide has been a while, but the it is time that we just wake up and say, this is exactly where we are. This thing isn't bouncing right now, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to me, you know, I'm obviously I'm no political analyst, yeah. or you know, I wasn't on the debate team in high school or anything right. like that, you know. But, I mean, I'm just, a, you know, an average Joe kid. I'm from the streets, you know, mm. like a lot of kids and people out there. And, you know, that just because you're you're not involved in politics or you're not on the debate team doesn't mean that that stuff doesn't influence you and makes you feel a certain way, you know. And um, and, it, and it is, you know. I, mean, I guess it's been going on for a long time, and it always goes in and out. And uh, uh, I, just, just, I don't know how anybody can really ignore it. Yeah. Know? It seems to be uh, a lack of hope. Mm-hmm. And even in the song that you brought up about everybody eating pills, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing out there how many people are eating pills. Oh, man, yeah. You got a pill for every, you <laughs> yeah. know, everything. You know, it's, yeah. it's like get your mixture right any way you want it, you know. <laughs> it <laughs> pill is, for your diet, pill yeah. for your whatever you drink, for your headache, for your hangover, for your whatever, you know. And it's all legal. Yeah. It's all legal now. Yeah. Or if it ain't, then it's not too hard to get a prescription no. for it, you know. No, it isn't. Uh, all right, you got another one that you want to do for us. Um the new album, by the way, comes out in uh, September, September 18th, uh, Tomorrowland. Uh, the new single is out, Heart of Rhythm. But this, this is the first. Is this the first time that you've been producing on your own album? It um, is, yeah. Um, this is the first thing. Um, actually, on our own record label as well. Everything's uh-huh. all independent in ourselves. And a good friend of mine, Justin Stanley, is a, a wonderful engineer in Los Angeles, co-produced the record with me. Um, but yeah, that's our f- kind of first shot at this. How's that? How, how's that experience different for you? To it was cool. I mean, you know, I had a little bit of time off and really had some time to work with the songs and was playing a lot more electric guitar. And um, it was pretty cool just not having anybody else in the room. You know, there right. weren't anybody else, no other agendas or anything like that. And um, you know, I, I set up and recorded the whole record in a friend's living room in their house. You know, and so. 
it was just me and Justin pretty much in there, you know, at the start, you know, tracking the songs and mm -hmm. stuff. And then we had some other musicians come in and lay some other stuff down. But um, it was pretty liberating and really just kind of it felt creatively free, you know, right? To just do whatever I wanted to say, whatever I wanted, you know. What I mean, I'm. Just, I guess it could relate, you know, somewhat like shows and radio and stuff. If like you have the FCC in the room standing oh, yeah. right next to you all day long, you you, you know, you're kind of like it changes everything. Feeling, yeah, you know, just not having anybody else in the room. Yeah, know, just cool. to, just to have that freedom yeah. and the freedom to maybe waste a day. Well, we thought we had an idea there, but it didn't work out. But yeah. I think it's a amazing difference to doing it in a living room. Uh, compared to the old studio where everything's got a formality and there's a clock ticking that is costing everybody money, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, is that, we weren't on a time, you know, yeah. we weren't on, a, you know, clutch time or anything like that. You know, we had a barbecue pit going in the backyard and a <laughs> campfire and I said I put a tent up outside and just camped <laughs> out and slept outside on the stars and, you know, just just had fun with it. Yeah. Uh, what's the next tune you're going to do for uh, us? It's called Too Deep to Feel. Great. Ryan Bing. I play these are kind of the two acoustic tracks off the record. The rest of it's all loud. <laughs> So long that it's too far gone to heal Well, I'm a-going out to the country I'm a-going to see if I can find That lonesome place where I once was lost But I hope to be on home for supper time then I'm going up upon the mountain I'm going to see if I can find out why That cold mountain river no longer makes me shiver But I hope to be on home for some time Then I'm going out to the forest I'm going to see if I can find out why People all around are still cutting it all down But I hope to be on home for supper time And I'm going out to the desert I'm going to see if I can find out why People on the land are poisoning in the sand But I hope to be on home for supper time I'm going to see if I can find out why No one wants to bother with cleaning up the water But I hope to be on home for supper time Then I'm going 
up to New York City. I'm going to see if I can find out why them boys on Wall Street stole the shoes right off of our feet and left us without food for supper time. Then I'm going out to join the protest. I'm going to stand up and sing. Well, it's time once again to stand up and demand that this land was made for you and me. Oh, babe, oh, sweet baby, won't you kiss these poor lips of mine? Please tell me that you love me and your heart is forever mine. I got a hole deep down inside me. And I fear that it's too deep to fill. Right drown this poor heart in misery for so long that it's too far gone to heal. Ryan Bingham, everybody. The new single is out today on iTunes. That's the Heart of Rhythm. And the new album, Tomorrowland, comes out Tuesday, September 18th. It's rock and roll, it's rhythm and blues, it's country, it's folk, it's real American music. And when people start to worry about where the good stuff is coming from, we got some right now with Ryan Bingham. Thanks so much, man. Thank you. What a great uh, songwriter in the tradition of great American songwriter. And I'll see you the next time through. All right, buddy? Thank you, guys. Appreciate right. it. The Ron and Fez Show. More next. Yeah. All right, we're on the air having some kind of small problems here. It is the Ron and Fez show. I want you guys to look at each other right now and say tomorrow. 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 We're doing a producer's meeting. We're doing a producer's meeting. We're doing a producer's meeting. Before the show. Before Before the the show. show. So we know what we're doing. So we know what we're doing. So we know what we're doing. When this coming. Um, And this. And this. And this. Makes us look manly. Makes, it makes us look us manly in the in the eyes of our audience. In the eyes of our all right, see, in I, the eyes of our audience. audience but yeah. I'm going to say it, but I'm not. I don't <laughs> believe that last part. Shh! Never go out on your own. Just repeat. <laughs> no, you got to do it like it's a Kubrick movie. You got to <laughs> think of this show like it's a Kubrick movie. Oh, I need more shots. Now you guys got plenty of sleep during the producers' meeting today. I want no sleep. Uh, we're giving away some Ryan Bingham signed stuff Hell yeah. for the first responders on Twitter. And you first responders, uh, I can't tell you how much that you helped the show and keep things moving along. Now, uh, by the way, Ryan Bingham is one of my favorite songwriters, and his heart is completely in the right place. He's awesome. He doesn't give a fuck about all the outside trappings to being a performer. You know, like, I hate to say it, 99% of the people that come running through that lobby that we don't bring on our show somebody who has this week's fucking twerk dance hit. All they care about is fucking selling things, but Ryan Bingham's a guy who cares about connecting with people, singing about the human thing. I actually do see him. Like, it is like a Woody Guthrie thing going on. Uh, I could hear some Bruce there. I could hear some Cash there. Yes. Obviously a little Bob. He's really fantastic, man. And, you know, 
All right, look, I got friends like Kathleen from the Bronx who are always like, I'm in the fucking dance music. Yeah, Skrillex. Uh, how, yeah, Skrillex is Where's great. Right, that's her. That's her scene. Yeah. And that's fine, man. I'm not fucking judging, but I am. I am judging. I'm judging the way she lives her life. She did come up for the last couple unmasked, and uh, I said, you coming up for D.L. Ugly? And she says, no. And I go, why not? She goes, I think you know why, Rana B. Oh, no. So I'm like, you know what? Let's give our friendship just a little breathing room. Awful. Kathleen. Um, Didn't think that. You don't have to think it. It just is. Mm. Now, Ryan Bingham today, as we're doing a Brian Regan quiz, what the fuck is going on? Why is today... Letter being brought to today's show is being brought to us by the letters B and the letters R. It's all there. Now I'm gonna fucking blow your mind again. Oh shit, Ron Bennington. RB. It's all full circle. Uh, now just to let you know, his people were tweeting from this room, Ryan Bacon's room. Twitter's important. Whether, yeah, whether we personally think that Twitter is important. The first responders get so much done for us. Yeah. That's why I'm glad to give out signed stuff to them. They're internet saints. The first responders are people like, you know what? I'm not just going to sit here and let the fucking show get sh- the, the fucking let the show get picked off by Apaches. I'm going to take the high ground and I'm going to shoot down at the Apaches. I love it. And I'm just using that as a war because that's the last war America was in. The uh, Indian Wars in the 1800s. When that was over, no more wars. Sure nothing but peace. Throw your fucking hands in the air okay. and throw that peace sign like you just don't care. World War II. Um, Pips, I've never said this before. You're going to run the producers' meetings. And you've got to get drunky poo and scrambly brains <laughs> on fucking pace with you. I want you to hide Hicks's alcohol till after the show. <sighs> Let me tell you something, Chris Stanley. Yes. There's no one better in radio than you. I don't know about that. And you have one enemy. Yeah. And you'll see that enemy every time you look in the mirror. <laughs> That's the only person that can stop you. Look, everybody likes to have a drink every now and then, right? And Fez Watley, you're a power animal. You know what a power animal is? Uh, I guess it would be the animal I identify with. Yes. That should be the snake. And the reason why is you are like the skin casing that the snake has left behind. Oh, nasty. I know who the, the snake is. And even though that you're only the skin casing for that, I know. My power animal is going to be the penguin from Fight Club. Sly. Yeah. Slide! We are going to your heart chakra and ignore this cancer patient trying to get people to fuck her with the dildo. Um, I just want everybody to know this. Our girls are up 1-0. 1-0. How you like that shit, rest of the world? On planet Earth, you want to fuck with us? Come on. Because we's ready. Eat some cock. Uh, let me pick out a power animal for Pips right now. You know what I think it's going to be? What's that? Unicorn. All right. He has a cool horn. Yeah. 
kind of girly and feminine. Yeah, for right now. <laughs> for right now. There's a bunch of people. You know what? I want to go back to sealing the room up because okay. the judgment I'm feeling today <laughs> with just people walking by and looking in. And one of them actually said this. Is that the fuck up show? And I go, there is no what such. The Don't even say anything because those are fucking stockholders. I'm going to start fucking making a ring of gasoline around the studio and saying fire to it so that no one can fuck around. I wish you didn't do that. We're going to do it. Uh, no, Chris, come back in, Chris. I shut the door. What I don't want you to do is shut the curtain while they're standing there I, I, because I they're stockholders. And that means, like I said to them, when I was introduced to them, I go, well, where are you guys from? Stockholm. And I tried to throw a big high five up, and they said no. Well, come on, guys. Where's your sense of humor? Uh, we're going to pick out a winner for the first responders. If you're on Twitter, it's at Ryan Bingham, at Ryan Bingham. Uh, he did a couple of songs for us. Too Deep to Fill and Flower Bomb. I'm going to uh, ask the editor at the Interrobang to pick that up. I also want the editor in the Interrobang, every time they see a good uh, comment on the site, boom. Price time? Price time. Whoa! That is awesome. It's really awesome. Just fucking commenting, like, oh, I like the... the, the yeah, yeah, whatever. Guy. Price. Yes. That, That's everyone, you. You're the lucky one. You just got picked. Everyone gets that. I mean, I don't know your thing of coming back with the obvious and restating. So I'm on the iBang, and I'm typing. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you been sent here to hurt me? I'm not trying to hurt anyone. I really not. Just answer my question. No, no I haven't. Ever since you got that new phone and you started Instagramming. <laughs> Look, this shit's in sepia, dog. It's classy now. You actually said to, uh, I believe you said to Liam, that you would send him a picture of your penis in sepia. I'm saying, if you're going to fucking start sexting these days on the Instagram. And then he said to me, yeah. um, it looks like Chris Stanley has sent me a dick pic from World War, uh, from the Civil War. <laughs> and I go, no, it's just that something makes it looks that way. It's old school, man. It wasn't like a filter. Remember when we used to do the RBI page that way? I loved it. Sepia. Now it looks all modern and new and like it's not the Civil War and all those people are still alive. <laughs> uh, we brought a guy in here one time, Chris Stanley booked through Laura, that I didn't even let be put up on the page. And that happens... What, 2-3% of the time? Yeah, not very. Where not I very feel like this person is such a lump, I don't want him to go up. And that was a certain writer um, who had written a book about creativity. Yeah. So, I mean, since most of our interviews are about creativity, and you heard Ryan Bingham talk about it today, I said to Chris, if you think this book is good, somebody just kicked one of our girls right in the fucking thigh. What the fuck? I'll get on a fucking plane right now, Korea. And it's North Korea. You know that shit's on purpose. Those guys are fucking communists. Well, here's the thing. We do keep them from eating food. So I think in the long run, they keep themselves we're the winners. From eating food. Do they? They say they boil sticks over there Ugh. and eat stick soup. 
I can't be good. And I'd be like, is this soup good or is it a little sticky? I think it's sticky because there's sticks in it. It's a little sticky. What were you talking about? Oh, yeah. So what was the name of this shitty book? Uh, Imagine was the name of the book. Uh, well, the guy who wrote it, and what's his name? Jonah Lair. Who I had to hear the name from Hicks 900 times. Jonah Lair. So finally I'm like, I read the book. The first thing, the first chapter is about Dylan. The second is about, and it was, you know, whatever. Who hasn't read a lot about Dylan? But he basically acted like Dylan's career really got started with like a, the song Like a Rolling Stone, which obviously is a great song, but he had written hundreds of songs before then. Uh, and already done tours all over the world as a huge fucking act. So then the second fucking chapter was about guys putting together a marketing campaign for a mop and how creative. And I'm like, Chris, this fucking thing is stupid. I don't want him to come in. No. And Chris is like, he's booked. Laura's already booked him. He's coming, Ronnie B. And so I said, all right, I'll have him on. I had a nice conversation with the guy. I didn't agree him 100%. And I don't know if he came up to where... You know, everyone's in this thing that if you do something long enough, suddenly you'll become an expert. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. Well, I guess what um, Mount Gladwell had the 10,000 hours. And everybody now believes it. Yeah, like it's, it's like facts. it's a gimme. And, you know, I just don't know if I think that makes you a Ryan Bingham who it doesn't have to do with with performing. It has more to do with writing. And using his creativity. Fez, you think you're a radio expert? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I probably don't sound like one, but I, uh, I would say, yes, I'm a radio expert. Then I'm going to let you run the next hour. Oh, okay. I'm probably not that good of an expert to run the whole hour. Um... Be sure to take the uh, Brian Regan quiz. That is show that you're a true Brian Regan expert by taking the quiz. That's on the iBang right now. So anyway, that is one of the experts that we've had. Um, our own Fez Watley. And that just goes to show you, if you do something long enough, boom. You fall into it. You're ready to do it. You're the guy. That's how he was able to do the Brian Regan live read. And bring back the word expert, which is always fucking cool. Um, bum, bum, bum. I'm going to be ready in just a second, too, to give out the winner Nice for the... Um, Ryan Bingham stuff. Uh, here's Mike in Houston. You're on the Ryan Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Great show. I got a question for the radio expert. Hey, uh, Fezzy, I've got the, the, my favorite show in the world is on the radio, but one of the hosts on the show will not talk at all. And it's weird how he clams up. Do you have any advice for him? 
Yeah, to, uh, that he should really start talking. How do you get him to do that? I'm working on that. Well, no, no, I mean, I need to tell him. I, I need to give him good advice so he will start talking, not just talk about it. Do yeah, it. tell him to start talking. You want me to just stay out of the way for the next hour? No, I'd rather you didn't. Take it low, give you a little time to breathe. Time to run the running gun offense. All right, here is our winner. Uh, and believe me when I tell you, again, so the people who, the first responders, just fantastic. Let's give it to 44 at Beth. She wrote uh, Ryan Bingham's fantastic songs. So excited for your new stuff. Keep coming back to Ron and Fez. Oh. Higgs, what do we got for signed? She will be getting a copy of Ryan Bingham's last album, Junkie Star. It's I really love album. that album, too. It's really good. That's what he came in and played live off of uh, last time he was here. He is good such stuff. a fucking good songwriter. And then when he said, for the first time ever in my life, I've been writing on electric guitar this last thing because I finally took some time off. It's amazing when you think about it. That's fucking nuts. He's been rocking acoustic the fucking last 10 years. Great. Then I made him feel bad about his fucking town by calling it racist. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I saw the hurt in his face. Oh, he knew. Then I wasn't even sure I even had the right town, to be totally honest. I know it was out in California. It's fine. Those fucking LA cops are maniacs. Pix, do you consider yourself a radio expert? Oh, no. Not at all. You see yourself a drinking expert. Yes. I've logged 10,000 hours there. <laughs> sure, it's easy to log when you're not sleeping at all. <laughs> <clears throat> you see the spider loves cocaine uh, piece that's up? Oh, man. This fucking spider's the man. You're also a bath salts expert, both <laughs> smoking and soaking in. It feels good to do both. Mm. Yeah, this spider's the shit. It can't get enough, man. When it fucking just digs and puts <laughs> the coke all over itself, it's a little bit of a sad feeling. Because everybody's done it before. It just fucking it just gave in. It knows it wants to. Did we ever figure out if the Indians are good in any fucking Olympic sports? Cricket's not a sport, right? Elements. Yeah, I don't know if it is or not, but they do play a lot of cricket. <laughs> this fucking spider is loving it. It's like field hockey they do well in. Really? Yeah, field hockey. They've gotten a lot. Of their medals, it's been probably at least half field hockey. You mean all time? All time, yeah. This this Olympics, they've gotten one bronze. Everybody's won at least a bronze at this point. How Uh, could you say everybody's won at least a bronze? There's there's countries out there that haven't won bronze. I meant at least a medal. Everybody's gotten a medal so far. No fucking way. Of all the countries in the world? Of all the countries there. That's hard to believe. Word. That's hard to believe because there's like, what, hundreds of countries, right? I think there's 204. I think that's what Costa said. I thought half the countries have never, ever meddled before. Even those three people that didn't have a country? They got some fucking... Or some of the little island countries and yeah. shit. 
Maybe I'm reading this wrong. I, you gotta be. There's no way that they've, we've even had 400 events if there's 400 fucking things there. I'd be shocked if just about everybody meddled. Yeah, hold on here. Because there's plenty of times at the African countries because they don't have the training facilities and all. Um, but India's picked up a bronze in rifle shooting. And my point is this. There's fucking a billion people there. They must put nothing into sport. Um, let's go over here to Craig. Craig, you're on the Runafest show. Ronnie B., how about old Billy Mills, the Indian from Pine Ridge, South Dakota? Didn't he win the gold in 64? That's not the kind of Indian that we're talking about. The American Indian are uh, great athletes. One more question. Last week, one of your uh, interns said he ran a 4-2-40, and you didn't bust his ass? I don't even remember that. He said he played soccer, and the coach wanted to play soccer because he ran a 4-2-40. That lying little fucker. All right, I'm going to have him commit right now. Okay. And I will see if he said that. I, if, if he did say it, I'm going to uh, apologize to you, Craig. No, I but I will say to him, there's no way he runs even a 4-5. No shit, What are you saying? You saying you run a 4-2-40 on the show last week? A 2-40? You a said that you run a 4-2-40. Oh, I ran a... No, that was a lie. I ran, I don't you know how fast I can run. I think I can run it at least in eight seconds. No. Eight seconds? No, no, no. <laughs> that's wait, fucking... That's wrong. I really can't gauge it. Maybe 14 you... seconds. What the... You don't even know what the fuck you're talking a about. 40-yard little... dash? Yes. Yeah, maybe 15 seconds, I think. I could run it. You should, you can you crawl it in 15 seconds. Okay. What's a good time that I could do it? No, you're just fucking talking crazy. All right, so Greg, if he said it, he's just spitting shit out. Yeah. And most of the time, I don't listen to these kids. Uh, here's Sean in Pittsburgh. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, you're exactly right. Uh, as far as each country meddling, there's 204 countries in the Olympics and 32 have meddled. So that's like less than 16% of actually meddled. I don't know why we say the things <laughs> that we say, but we are one crazy fucking show. Starting tomorrow, Pips is going to start running some uh, producers' meetings. And one of the things I want, Pips, and write it on red, is no more crazy talk. Oh, Don't shit. feel the idea of just yelling out a lie. You know, whether or not you're an expert. Chris just <laughs> glared. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. You throw out fucking these you know blacked out lies, we get calls like that. Yeah, uh, We're about 20 yards from the... Uh, okay. Kitchen. Okay. I'm gonna see how quick you can bring back a brisk. Okay. Do not offend anyone along the way. All right. Go. By the way, I just want to point out we're at four two right now, and he's run um, about thirty feet. <laughs> I gotta stop watching. So only thirty two of the. 200 and some countries have at least won a bronze. Yeah, Although just... Hicks pointed out to us that there's 400 countries. So you're adding a couple of hundred countries that don't even exist. Listen, that's... that's... Estonia, you said, was having trouble. <laughs> Atlantis. Come on, it's there. It's a sunken struggling. city. Here's the full list. By the way, if you want to see Fez's zombie thing, it's up. 
That was 4-3 that you got back in on. Thanks. And that's not even a straightaway. Yeah. What are you doing to wearing a New Jersey shirt? I uh, just happened to have it. From where? Um, the thrift store. So you was like, oh, New Jersey. I know where that is. I do. Yeah, no one likes Minneapolis. It gets a little like that's where my girlfriend Dana lives. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she likes it. She likes it. She likes what I do to her. <laughs> <sighs> Don't breathe into the fucking mic, kid. Sorry. I know you up. haven't been here an expert amount of time. But don't breathe into the mic like that. Okay. There you go. All right. Breathe in. You got a even a fucking TV at that flop house that you're living at this summer? No. Of course. So you haven't seen any of the Olympics at all? Uh, I see it like at bars. It's pretty much it. Just wasting your way and fucking some bread. I got all this money to go into bars if you ain't got any fucking bread. I don't. I don't. So what? People buy you drinks? What's going on? Well, no. Twink uh, bars? Well, honestly, I have a, a roommate who's pretty attractive. So What's she'll his get name? Free drinks. Is it she? But um, anyways, so you just prostitute her out at bars. But why yeah. would someone yep. buy a fucking drink for the guy who's she's, next to She's the girl? really good at, at like doing that to guys. I feel bad for them sometimes. But Let me I see. Want a drink. Let me see their Facebook. Uh, Facebook. This fucker. All right. Facebook. This little Facebook. cocktail whore. Facebook. Facebook. The rum slut. Got it. Anyone who doesn't immediately make their name Rum Slut <laughs> on the iBang is an idiot. She's at one of the Unmasked. Maybe you've recognized her. Oh, I did remember you fucking introduced me to a little uh, Rum Slut. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know when I ended up buying her? What's that? Uh, fucking two Genesee cream ales. <laughs> this this she- girl, this one right here yeah. in the black. What's her whole story? Where you know her from? She's my roommate. She uh, it's just. But here you met her just here. Yeah, I just met her. Just happened. You ever to see you. a titty shot? Yep. Fucking suck. No, no. Oh, talk to me. Give me all the details. She, we we haven't had sex, but she uh, walks around naked in front of you sometimes. Yeah, and like at the beach and whatnot. She takes her top off at the beach. Yup. She pops her titties out for just you. Pops them out. Are you lying? Because I can't I'm not. tell. Just lied about lying. <laughs> we just had this whole talk right. about not saying crazy stuff. Right. About not lying. So give me give me the details <laughs> of how you saw this girl naked. We were just at the beach and like all the girls we were with um, undressed. They were topless. I was topless. All right. What beach are you going to? What topless beach? Fort, Fort Tilden Beach. That's not a topless beach. It's not, but only people early 20s, early mid 20s go there. Really? Uh huh. Every time I've been there. And that makes it topless? Makes it more topless. Anything goes, you say? Then, like, when there's a little why, kid there. Why don't you take your titties out in the bar then? Hell if yeah. it's. If she's worried about children so I've, much, she'll get fucking bottle service. She starts doing that. I don't shit. know. She's you got any naked like pictures that. of her? No. Why not? Use that fucking phone of yours. Got it. I will. Just be like, Come oh, on. I'm looking. Oh, uh, checking a text. Checking it. <laughs> Good click. Good. You know, sexted. Sexted everybody. I like this fucking Instagram. kid so much. Instagram. How come you don't write any fun songs anymore? I kind of just did, but that's for later on. Why is it for later on? They're working on the the, the fucking the cultural. It's ready. It's youth ready. culture. Fucking. Yeah. Oh, for the test they're going to be giving me? <laughs> yeah. Are one of you going... This is going to be with flashcards, right? Yep, yep. Dana and I, I worked on it. I had no idea this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm very, very proud of you guys. And luckily, you know, we're, we're creating more experts on a daily basis. We got the Metal King and we got you guys. All right. Let me hear the song. 
before, uh, are you saying you don't have the song? No, I do have Why it. Why do you look at Chris like, oh my God, this I is really. I haven't showed him yet. No, we. All right, it's on the air, baby. Right, cool. Do you yeah. understand how trusted you are by yeah. us? This is the spot to open up the quiz. Are you ready to take the quiz? No, I'm not ready to oh, take this quiz. This is just the spot to open it up. Yeah. Ronnie Fez presents the Youth Culture Quiz. Oh my god. Damn kids with their disco balls and their parachute pants. It's done. It's, n- it's now done. Parachute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like an aborted man. fetus. <laughs> oh man, you should why didn't you play that for me before you put it on? <laughs> You're in here. Why don't you walk I'll around with a fucking baby carriage with an aborted fetus <laughs> sitting in it? Going, who wants to be? Who wants to give my baby a kiss? <laughs> All right, here's what I'm going to give you an A, okay, and working fast, and I'm going to give you an F and everything else. <laughs> so okay. that takes your grade down to an F average. Good. It's not good. It's, it's failing. Not good. Is your mom begging you to come back to Minnesota? No, no. They don't like you. Is she worried about you? Uh, yeah, but she. I mean, I think moms tend to do that, just in general. What your mom do for a living? She uh, works in this office. It's kind of the middle ground between doctors' companies and insurance offices. Mm-hmm. So she'll she's like the person to sort out insurance claims. Give her a that. call and ask them if they need a coffee boy there because you're heading back after that song. That. What? No, a- they haven't heard that. Song. After that song, you you need to go back home and yeah. and give up your radio dreams. I failed right. as a fucking mentor after hearing that. <laughs> Sorry. You failed, but Pips has failed you. Okay. Because he's supposed to be looking out for you, knocking a bottle out of your hand. (laughs) Don't you ever do that. Stopping you and Fez from saying crazy ass shit. I think I'm grounded. I'll say. Thanks. Thanks, Kokomo. Our uh, girls are struggling out there today, but we are winning. Yeah, we still got North Korea on the ropes. Never thought I had to worry about North Korea and fucking sport. Yeah, but if you uh, went by our stuff, they were like a three-goal favorite. Why'd you shove them out of the way so hard? So I can get out of the computer here. For what? I just like being in front of it. I want to see if there was a, sc- a score change. There has not been. Patrick, you're on the Rare <laughs> Show. Yeah, Ron, I got a spy report for you. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Yeah, what do you got? I just received an ESPN mobile update stating that the U.S. Olympics gymnastics women's team has... Don't even tell us, because it's going to be on tonight. Because they're that fucking... Yeah, let us watch it tonight. Come on, that's the fucking fun part. Let us watch it, Patrick. want to see it. Now you get fucking spoil alerted. Fuck me. He just ran. Good, he knows better now. There's a difference between a, a spy report and a spoiler alert. Yeah. Because they won't put all these games on fucking TV. NBC blows. I know a lot of times you're out with your your fucking titty girl trying to get free Uh drinks from guys. Yeah, I know. Now, what do they think of you if you're with the girl and they're hitting on her in front of you while they buy you drinks? We have uh, a system down, really. Okay, great. That we've developed over the summer where she'll flirt with them, get two beers, and then just come back to me. Like... 
I don't know, maybe she's the lure, and I cast her out into off the boat, for and then alcohol. I reel her back in. They with, must think she alcohol. is an incredible alcoholic if she's asking for two drinks at a time. Yeah, then. she. Well, they're they're pretty inebriated themselves at that time. Do, all right, I'm gonna give you a couple angles. To okay. One, your slow little brother. Okay. <laughs> and that way, like, you'd be like, she could be like, oh, I want to party, but I got my brother with me, and he's kind of slow. <laughs> And they'll feel like they got to fucking make things fun for you. Yeah. To turn stuff off. Okay. Two, um, cuckle. Like, Ooh. this is my boyfriend. Nice. And he likes to see dudes fuck in front of me, but I don't know if we're going to do it tonight. Maybe if we're partying. Yeah. I like, yeah. Both of those should definitely work. Those guys love that. They're into it, yeah. They love to fuck in front of other guys that are the boyfriends. And you would get off on it too. Yeah, hey, everyone wins, really. Everybody here is a fucking winner. Everyone, especially that. Where's that girl from that you live with? Uh, Seattle, Seattle. And what's she doing here this summer? Um, getting free drinks. Getting free drinks. Pretty much. She's really not doing. Is anything. she interning? No, she just decided to come out here for the summer. Just for the hell of it. You know what? Because she knows one of my other roommates. She's so on a booze scholarship. She's on a booze scholarship. Why do you just repeat the sniper? Sorry. Buzz's got a great fucking line. Give it a little air. Okay. Yeah. He said he came in behind D. He yelled out she's got a booze scholarship. He went back, checked the cart machine. Let that fucking lay there, dude. It's a fucking funny line. I'll, I will let it lay there because it's a funny line. If okay, you fucking right, repeat right, me sorry. again, I'm going to start choking you, dude. Sorry. I'm going to fucking choke the shit out I of you. It won't happen again. Why is he repeating, Hicks? Stop I'm going to choke him right up to the HR office. <laughs> Drop this off. Oh, he's driving me nuts today. Scram diggity. Hey, Ronnie. Um, I actually have uh, a 1992 case from in New York where... It says that it's discriminatory against women for them to be described as an intimate portion. Women can legally be topless in New York. Yes. It's not a crime, as long as it's not for a commercial or pro uh, like a promotional thing. Right. You can't um, say, look, we want you to buy Pop-Tarts. Look at these titties. But if you go into Central Park now, right this second, you'll see women bathing topless. Damn. They don't walk nice. around topless, but they just sunbathe topless. And I'm talking about European chicks from all over the world. Those fucking mm -hmm. come chill and just pop, pop just, Unbelievably just pop beautiful women. That's awesome. In the middle of Central Park, unlike fucking the kids' friends, uh, they're in front of children and they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they're like, look at these tits, it's kids. True. Let's get a it's webcam, true. start a website. <laughs> um, they're, now, here's the thing. You know how they do the stupid, bullied, fucking kids thing? Yeah. And the weirdness that we've somehow blown the bullied kid thing out of proportion. Now there's these people called little baby faces who will give, I guess you would call them ugly kids, a chance to have their ears pinned back, their big snozzes fixed. What? If they got a dimple on their chin, they'll fill it in for them. If they don't have a dimple on the chin, they'll dig one out for them. Hmm. Now, whatever happened to telling your kids at least you're beautiful on the inside? You have character if you don't fucking 
aren't the fucking biggest piece of ass on the planet in the school. And here's the other weird thing about doing this to children. You don't know if that kid's nose is going to fit his face later in life. He might have a big nose for an 11, 12-year-old, but you don't want to go fixing that because by the time he hits 20, it might look fine on him. Yeah. Or a big shovel chin like a Jay Leno, which Leno is known for his chin. So now we're telling bullied kids, not only is somehow the other kids teasing you so bad, the other kids are also correct, yeah. <laughs> and we are going to fix what's wrong with you. You know what? You don't look normal. You are kind of a freak show. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, and I bet parents are fucking time to do this shit. I mean, I mean, having their kid, your kid all fucking whacked out, complaining all the time about getting bullied. About what? The nose and stuff? I guess a, a nose job or fucking or whatever the hell's wrong with the kid. But the kid hasn't grown yet. That's the fucked up part. It, that'll fuck up their entire growth. Like, they're yeah. giving um, new titties to underage girls now. Okay. What? Why? Why bother? Well, well, that doesn't make any goddamn sense either. I think it's a self-esteem issue. If it makes the kid feel better and gives them a little more confidence in the face of bullies, then good idea. If they have a self-esteem issue, they need to fix their self-esteem. That's mental, right? Not their fucking faces. That's fucking retarded. And plastic surgery is major fucking surgery. They knock it your is. ass out and you can fucking die. People die when they get knocked out. Happened to Kanye's mom. That's true. She cry. R.I.P. The self-esteem that anyone has should not come by the shape of their chin, the size of their nose, or their ears. That's not self-esteem. That's something else. If they got self-esteem issues, they should be working on their self-esteem. I think it builds character, but like, because childhood is such a phase too, you know. Of course, like, it's, it's not till it's not till you reach adulthood that you it's really the find original yourself. face. It is. Now, D.L. Ugly's book do- deals a lot with, uh, and by the way, it is fucking terrific, and it do- it deals a lot with bullies and what you can learn from dealing with bullies. And Fez's theory right away is, A, there is something wrong with you that really is wrong with you. And B, when you have problems, you can just throw money at them. I think that, all right, say there's the kid that's fucking, looks subtle, let's say freakish. Mm-hmm. Gets fixed, looks normal. I think the kid's still going to get his fucking balls busted because he's still going to the same school. And that's the kid that loses to look fucked up. Mm-hmm. I think the kid's still going to be bullied if that fucking bullying problem is so huge. Let me tell you something. There's only one way of dealing with a bully. That's the way Mark Zito dealt with the ONA kids today. He went in, confronted them, shut them all the fuck down. Yeah. And now he runs roughshod over the ONA show. He just makes them look like slut, rum sluts, almost. I didn't think of that because <laughs> I just heard the name rum slut. <laughs> um, Nick in Philly, you're on the Run of Fed show. Hey, Rob, I'm with you 100%. These, these people, they think they're getting surgery for these kids all of a sudden. Now, now the bullies have nothing to bully you about. When, when I was a kid, I had a friend. He had a huge nose, and we used to torment him. But he was a friend, you know, and... Um, he had the deviated septum surgery, you know, that, that excuse they used to get a nose job. And all we did was we, we stopped bullying him about having a big nose and started teasing him about, 
having a nose job because we used to torment them. I mean, it doesn't change. I got news for you, too. I've seen guys with big noses get more pussy than Earl Flynn. <laughs> it don't mean shit. It doesn't fucking mean anything. It's ridiculous. I fucking had a... I knew a guy named Fat Jack. He was fucking huge. Pussy like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> Always enjoyed himself. Nice. Now you have a guy like you hanging out with a rum slut. Yeah. Asking to fucking drink, drink <laughs> the fucking scuzz out of her beers. Baby, go down there. I think there's a cigarette in that ass in that bottle. But you don't think he calls her baby, yeah, do come you? On, baby. I would be shocked. Come on, girl. Uh, Mike in Houston. You're on the Ronnie Fez show. Hey, Ronnie had a friend take out an $8,000 loan to get his daughter a breast augmentation and other work done for her graduation. Unbelievable. Alone, so paying interest on her tits. <laughs> what was wrong with her tits? What? I mean, I don't know. It's his daughter. I'm 38 years old. I don't want to look. Mean, I would that. have to say, though, what's wrong with her tits? I mean, let's face it. I would it. say nothing. I would say nothing. If, if she had one leg shorter than the other one. I mean, they were small, but. Yeah. But small tits can be fantastic. Don't yeah. act like, oh, we only like gigantic breasts. We like all different kinds of breasts. That's terrible. That. A, that he fucking, the father gave in. B, that girl was so fucked up she thought she needed fucking titty implants. We're, we've become, seriously, a nation of retards. Oh, no. I'd like them to change the name of this country to, from basically, United States of America okay, yeah. to Special Town. I don't want Because we only have to be called Special. I don't want to live in Special Town. Why? Isn't the word special supposed to make you feel better? I don't know. I just fucking think You're it's in a hard. special class. Yay! <laughs> special class. Um, let's go over here to Joe. Joe, you're on the Run and Fest show. Hey, Ronnie. I got a niece. She's uh, 26 years old, and she is knocked out gorgeous. Has nothing to do with looks. Her self esteem is just in the gutter. She dates all the wrong people. Hangs around the wrong people. It's just, it's pathetic. It has nothing to do with looks. It's Total true. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, absolutely. It, you, there are beautiful women who have zero idea that they're beautiful women. It's fucking crazy. Look at Fez. He decided yesterday that people didn't like him because he clapped weird. And we all had a fucking good laugh. At his expense. But at the end of the day, it was fucking true. Now, here's a guy like Zito. He didn't get the, the comedy chops that Fez had as a gift. How come he was able to walk in there today and own those guys, Fez? And about all the times that you gotten teased, did it once occur to you to do what fucking Zitz did today? Uh... I, I fought back against Zito. You don't know what I'm talking I'm saying using Zito as the example of him walking into somebody else's show and and taking them out. Oh, I, I see what you're uh, see what you're saying. And fought back. Use that term as if that even makes correct English. You're the fucking host of the show. You should never be fighting back against a fucking producer or an intern. Can you imagine if I'm like, I'm really starting to hold my own with Kokomo Joe? <laughs> I would say thank you. 
Look at this giant fucking shark going around. Oh, kill it. No, look, it's so close to people, too. All right, it's eating otters. One after another. Well, what do those otters do? That shark. We got a guy today who swam into, like, a fucking... What's a beaver's fucking house called? It's dam? Like a, no, a beaver dam is something different than their house. A lodge. A lodge? A beaver dam? Yeah, no, a dam is different than a lodge, though. I think... I think fucking Fez might be right with the lodge. Like where they live. They make like a little astrodome in the water. Oh, cool. It looks like it's just a pile of sticks, but then they swim underneath of it and they fucking go in there. So he swam underneath to take a look at it. He did not, and got his shirts fucking stuck <laughs> and almost died seeing where beavers live. Man, just leave the beavers alone, dude. Fez, who's the person you feel has bullied you here? Uh, definitely Zito. Uh, people in the talent department. Like who? Um, I'll name names if you want. Yeah. Uh, I think Annabella has. Um, who else has bullied you? Opie came in with I think with the with the uh, express mission to make me cry once. I don't think he did. I remember that day, and what he said is, "How you doing, Fez? I haven't heard you on the air," and then that made you cry. How did you forget Roland? How did you forget Sam? How do you forget all these names? How did you forget? Uh, Jennifer Hutt, you got to start and build your reputation up. That's right. You know you should be fucking asking how to do it? Zietz McGeetz. Zietz, the guy who I guess today, and I missed it, went into the Sam show and dominated the ONA producers. What what was she doing at the door? Uh, When I sprinted. Uh, to get your brisk when I was super fast like that, I was moving so fast that the uh, my come on in, darling. We've never had a chance to say hi to you on the air, too. And I know Jennifer doesn't put you on the air, right? Um, no, she's put me on a couple times. Oh, am I talking in? Yeah, yeah. talking in the mic. How come she won't oh, put uh, you on the air? What is she? Jealous? She's put me on the air before. But what is her big beef with putting you on the air? She's, you know what? She doesn't like footsteps, and you're the youth right now, <laughs> and everything like. And again, I don't want to make a big deal about this, but I heard it takes Jennifer Hutt like 15 minutes to get out of bed in the morning. She's got to have her servants help her get up. Yeah. Everything oh hurts. Then they spray paint on that makeup. Yeah. I don't know what so you're talking about. She painted. did put me on the air before, I swear. She would, She has a problem with a natural beauty like yourself. Oh, you I really, wouldn't say that. You deserve some airtime. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> when are we doing our intern Olympics? Are we doing intern newlywed game? What do we got going on? The newlywed game was supposed to, is supposed to go down. What's that? It's where the interns say how much they know each other. Although you don't have Ooh, anybody yeah. working with you, right? I don't what? No, I do. I have Haley works with me too. She's on the Stars Channel, and I'm I'm specifically Johnny's intern, but I'm uh, always with Haley. Oh, uh, but Haley's got a better job, right? Because she doesn't have to deal with this shit <laughs> that Jennifer lays down. Just constantly here. Jenny's Jennifer, the best. What did she do with the show on today? Um, she Something did. She had herself. Mark Feuerstein on her show with the guy oh. from Royal Paint. I can't what? say his last name. Feuerstein. What's Royal Paint? Oh, at the show, show on USA. On USA. Wednesdays at nine. Yeah, when, uh, What's it about? Nine. 
Royal so, pains. <laughs> so none of you guys have seen it. This is about this guy who works in the Hamptons, who uh, is a doctor for really rich people. But he's also yeah. his house calls in the Hamptons. That's his house, died, yeah. <laughs> and she talked about life. the little girl that sang at the Olympics that everybody's freaking out about. Well, tell, go back and let her know that that even wasn't even the Olympics. What was? Or no, not the. No, I said the Olympics. It was the. It was the soccer game. Mm. That was my mistake, not Jenny. Why is she a day late with all of her news? Because yesterday she did it on. Actually, I wasn't here yesterday. I was sick. I Neither was throwing was up all day yesterday. Drunk. I had a food truck. Piss drunk. Oh, don't eat all this food truck. I'm not kidding you guys. I woke up. I did my shift. I'm a hostess. And then I woke up at four in the morning and I was sweating my ass off and I just vomed all night long. It was disgusting. What What did you eat out of there? I got, uh, do you say hero or gyro? Chicken that, one. Uh, what do you say? I say gyro, but I know it's wrong. Okay. There's like whatever, whatever you say is the wrong. That's what they do with it. <laughs> if you say gyro, they'll bagel say gyro. Or, uh, or what is it bagel or what do people say? Beagle. This, How do you say bagel? I say apple because I'm from upstate. Say, First of all, you're asking about a bagel? Yeah. Uh, but what do you call it, a bagel? Some people say bagel. bagel. Where? I've heard people, oh my gosh, in my school, everybody goes, no, it's bagel. But well, it's where the bagel. What school do you go to? <laughs> fucking bon Adventure. It's a crazy oh. school. <laughs> We all I've have never bottles. heard about a bagel anyway. No, that's crazy talk. They're lying. They're fucking with you. I'm making it up. <laughs> now, you say tomato or tomato? You say potato. Oh, she's I good. I say potato. Oh, all right, we're going to let you in. You're going to be part of our uh, cool. stuff. But that'll be Thanks. two girls together. So that'll be cool. Cool. Perfect. Um, Do I go? Bye. Yeah, we'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um. What's her name, Bo? Uh, Heather. Heather, I think. Now, I saw her. I'm not even making this up. There were some people that came out of either Sway show or one of the shows. Black people. And when she was talking with them, she was talking extremely black. Oh, God. So. Yeah, like attempting to talk street. That's fucking bad, uh, dude. Who are we going to have Fez step up on? Who do you think that if we we're going to have him as the comeback kid... Who should he be dealing with? He's got a, he's got a fucking maybe I can, maybe like Joe. He could practice on Joe. Fucking fucking with him. Okay. Do you feel like you fuck with Fez a lot? No. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to leave and come back in two minutes and start some shit with Fez, and we'll see how Fez handles oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. No, no, okay. go ahead. Uh, we know. Exercise. This is like, right. you know what? Put on the headgear. No one's going to get hurt here. All right. You're wearing protective headgear. All right. Two minutes, Joe. Back in two. See you in two. You better start some real shit. Okay. Now, did you think that Zito did the right thing when he went in and owned the O&A producers today? Were you proud of him? Yeah. I, I thought he did a very good job with it. See, you should be anti-fucking Zito. He's your worst fucking nightmare. So you should be like, fuck him. He's a he cunt. He should never get a fucking break from you. I hate that fucking prick. And this is your chance to line up shoulder to shoulder with the ONA producers and take out Zito. Finally. Just and put like, him down. you're like, oh, no, he did a good job. I don't know, Fezzy. I mean, I know you have problems at home. I know your brother's bothering you. I just worry. I just worry that this everything's coming back. Um, Bruce in Louisiana, you're on a fuzz. Yeah, hey, down here in Louisiana, we're making a pretty good little side living, blowing them beaver dams up. They, 
First of all, let me tell you something, Auto-Tune. I couldn't go around fucking with beavers. They're too nice. They don't really hurt anybody. They're kind of just helpful. There's certain animals that I can't treat like they're a pest. And right now it's beavers and human babies. And then babies beavers. I don't want to fucking do mean things, well, ba- to. Babies aren't like pests. They're, they're, they're fucking little humans. They're- that would be a great name for babies, the little human show. <laughs> Hey, welcome to Little Humans, where we teach you how to take care of little humans. It's harder than you think. Um, oh, man, this fucking Joe thinks it'd be crazy. Still one nothing. That moron hasn't even figured out what two minutes is. He's had more than enough time. Looks like a possible score. And we didn't fucking get it. This thing's just about to run out, though. Oh, that's not even us now. Now they fucking switched to another game. It's France, uh, Colombia. What happened to the American game? I'm monitoring online. Hey, everybody! It's Kokomo Joe. Hey, Kokomo! Hey, Kokomo! You heard his theme music. We played it. How many times is one today? Zero. Zero. We touched that. Crushing it under the boot. Hey, what's going on, Joe? Oh, not too much. I was just wondering why Fez doesn't talk on the radio. Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh, shit. Oh, fuck you. Your nose got here ten minutes before ah, you did. Wow. That's uh, like bully stuff. Uh, M- Mark Z- uh, Zito and I were talking out in the hall yeah, yesterday. He was saying that he could do his job better than Fez. That's Ooh. what he said. Really? He, so, uh, yeah, if his job is sucking up and being a total asshole, yes, I suppose he could. He also said uh, Florida sucks. And three times the size of Rhode Island. Okay. Uh, he said, call you a butt munch. Also? He must be hungry then. Uh, when uh, When is he going to come out of the closet? And why are you his errand boy? Why are you running the errands for him? Uh, he, okay, he also said, um, uh, your butt wipe. Why is he saying this and not you? Oh, I'm just. Why are you? It. Why are you feeling so? Why are you reciting this? Just, uh, I'm just. You know, I wrote it down, just in case. Yeah, why don't you give it? Come back in another two minutes and be ready. All right, I'll be back. Fez, how did you think you did there? I think I did good. I think he came in way too angry, and oh, not know, fun enough with it. Well, him? there was no fun stuff about it all, but also when you attack his physical thing, that puts you as a bully. That's yeah. the kind of stuff that makes kids his age choke themselves. Take his belt away from him, Pips, and his shoelaces. It's a, it's a, you know, cool you'd else. be a great warden. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta de-louse him too. You gotta be a little lighter with it, okay? Whittier over that. Just it seems like you try to kill fucking bugs with a sledgehammer. Let's see what the listeners thought of how you did. All right, they're on your side. And can I give you another little piece of advice? Please. The insult shouldn't be that they're gay if you want to get the gay thing looked at as normal. Like, you're always acting like, why doesn't he come out of the closet then? As if it's still the worst thing that you could say about somebody. No, his is, insult, the insult is that he is gay and, doesn't re- and won't say it. 
Right. That's still the insult. Like the worst thing that you could be is gay. Oh, man. I mean, it's pretty bad, but. Like if I said, Hicks is gay and you won't admit it. <laughs> the fucking hard part of that is not, it's not that it's a lack of admission. It's being gay. And I do, I did mean that, what oh, I said. Bullshit. Love the ladies. You, then you admit that you're gay then. And we'll move on. I ain't gay, Just admit dog. that you're gay. I ain't gay. I'm not saying I'm gay. I still think that it's insulting gays. Uh, three o'clock snack coming up in just a little bit. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know what country you think we're going to do today. Give me Germany. I think we're going to the Krauts. So weird. I was going to say Germany myself. Now oh, I got to redo. Shit. Pips, what do you think it's going to be? How about the Dutch? Ooh. The Dutch would be a nice one. They're getting all that I'm heat. I'm thinking it's either we still haven't done Spain and we haven't done uh, Greece either. Hey, everybody. It's Kokomo Joe. Kokomo. Hey, Joe. Kokomo. What's up? Hey, guys. I didn't hear your theme music. I guess we're going to have to crush that 360, huh? What's yes. up, Coco? Not, not more. I was just wondering uh, why Fez brings pepper bad breakfasts. That oh, is true. That shit. came up today. Yeah. Scale so one to ten, Pepper. How happy are you with your breakfast? Be honest. Zero. No half. Half a point. I guess my. Um, um, what were you saying? I guess my problem is I should bring him breakfast in a glass uh, instead. Are you trying? to... <laughs> he would probably enjoy that a lot more than the actual food I'm bringing. I need to. I need to serve his breakfast over ice, and then he'll enjoy it. So you, you don't like fucking pepper? Oh. I'm going with, um, I'm just answering the insults. Right, but you don't like Pepper. I don't like Pepper complaining about his breakfast to everyone else. Doesn't his breakfast suck, though? Uh, What's that? What was that? I said, but do you complain about everything? Fez? Fez complains about everything? Yes. I'll say can't can't clap right. Oh, oh shit! I didn't even think of that. Uh, uh, I'll applaud when you go back to Minnesota. Hey, oh, and I'll do it fantastically. Hey. Why 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 do you eat uh, lettuce wraps? <laughs> Old school. That's no, true. That's you do. Why did you eat that? I was being healthy. It's worked. Um. What was that? I said. I said. Uh. Uh. Say what you want, think. Want to know who? Uh, Say what you think want, in your head. Okay, I am. Yeah. Go, thank you. Want to know who sounds? Who needs to eat healthy? Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's dude. not what you're thinking in your fucking head. All All right. Right. Let's talk about the Minnesota Vikings and the win streak they're on. Got it. What were you thinking? All right. Those lead straps sound kind of gay. <laughs> That's the gayest thing. What? You, what? 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, are you trying to hurt Pepper's health? Um, what else do I got here? Uh, yeah. Fez, I still think you're coming across kind of angry. Still too angry? Oh, yeah. Um, like, especially when you attack Pepper's thing. Why am I I'm, getting pulled into all this? You know you haven't done a, You've been lazy when it came to his breakfast, right? No. Do you not say... Pepper, you're not eating your breakfast, or no? Because it gets eaten, and I ask about it, and it's always great. I haven't been eating some of the breakfasts. Is it the same breakfast every day? It's like the same three. I, I, it's a rotation of three breakfasts a week. When's the last time you had some pancakes? 
I had some pancakes last week. That's in the rotation. Well, oatmeal. No oatmeal. See, but, he does uh, this thing instead of like wanting to make every day a new happy surprise. Uh, it's how do I get into a rut? Well, Peppers feels about as satisfied with breakfast as uh, Fez does with gay sex. Oh <laughs> shit! All right, now that I'm, fucking surprised me. Turn around, I'll show you how satisfied I can feel. Oh, that's, oh. what are you saying? Fucking in the ass is the worst thing that could happen. No, it is an intern. It is. Remember what you were told before. Don't date them. Don't fuck them, you were told. <laughs> you were told not to fuck them. And that was by an executive. Hey. Whoa. Guy, what were you saying? Um, I was also saying how... Uh, yeah, I said, I said the butt munch already. Uh, Zito and I were talking in the hall the other day. What did Zito have to say? We were, we were saying how uh, Fez needs to hit the 360 more and that he was supposed to do it five times the other day but didn't. So he didn't do it five times yesterday and hasn't touched it at all today. Yeah. And that and the thing that you promised. Might as well be a gay dick. 360 might as well be a gay dick. Oh, shit. Because he's not touching it? Yeah, exactly. You can touch mine anytime you want. Oh, he's an intern. Uh, he's an intern. You can't intern. do that. You would let him touch your penis right now? Um, if they're if they're so obsessed about it that this is a hallway meeting, mm-hmm. this this is the meeting that goes on in the hallway where they're talking about me touching. What's cock. that? Would you clean the cob- cobwebs off first? Oh shit! Because no one's ever touched. It. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a joke. Lock it up. Um, Can't hear. A little bit. How come? Just trying. I'm trying to keep it fun and upset. Not. um, You getting upset? And not use gay as an insult. He can't answer me back in the moment for some reason. I don't get it. Hey, what are you doing with those glasses on inside? You fucking snort some coke. (laughs) I feel like rocking blue. I don't. When when people start wearing sunglasses inside, I'm like, who's doing bumps? Let me in. Let's keep up Tuesdays. Oh, man, I wish. Keep up Tuesdays. What were you saying anyway? We interrupted. Uh, I was just saying how... Um, oh, yeah, I was talking about the Buccaneers and how they're bad and how Florida is awful and a lot of it's wetlands. True. And, from the land of 10,000 lakes? Yep. And that's just as many as they've counted. Uh, no, it's 15,291 lakes. Pick one to drown yourself There's a lake in. for every person who hates you. Oh. There's a lake for every person who hates you. Oh, oh shit. Christ. That was fucking mean. Sometimes yeah. you can cross a fucking line, I, too. I, I yeah. don't feel bad. You don't yeah. feel that? <laughs> I don't feel that, he says. As part of his play to Joneses, I don't feel that you're correct. <laughs> so you're thinking Germany, huh? Yeah. I think there's a real possibility of a Spain or a Greece. That'd be nice, too. But I'm hoping for Germany. And here's the other weird thing. I'm sorry, is there only one continent? Europe? I don't know. Well, Antarctica didn't send anybody, that's for sure. All they have are fucking research scientists and penguins. Why? What were you thinking? What were you thinking, kid? Uh, 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 I was just thinking how Zito and I were talking the other day. And he, was, he has a long conversation. Yeah, Maybe he, HR should check with him about dealing with an intern that doesn't even work for him. Well, you think he's gay? I think there may be some pedophilia going uh, on here. Oh, oh my God. gay! 
gay. Pedophile. Gay. Are you saying I'm not of age? Does that make you more attracted to me? I'm not the one having secret meetings with you in the hallway to talk about dicks. Oh. Uh, well, it wasn't so much... Blunt. It wasn't so much that. It was... Uh, at least Zito talks. And uh, also, blueberries are not a standalone fruit. Wait, they are... Uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at this point. Everybody's good. You're a standalone person while someone else has to get you your drinks. I get my own drinks. No, you don't. You just said that your roommate has to show her tits to buy you a drink. I didn't say that. That's out of context. I saw your sister's tits. Oh! Oh, and she was fucking that guy in the woods. Oh, man! Jesus Christ. What do you do? Go out in the woods and watch people? Yes. (laughs) That's a weird Minnesota habit. What? Well, I was just saying, um, at least they clap, right? Back to the clapping thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh! oh! Damn, yo. Locking the fucking voice out. <laughs> yeah. Now, when are you getting your medal in the Special Olympics for that run we saw you do down the hallway? It's, yeah. not, it's not a Special Olympic event. They don't have that in the Special Olympics. Wait, are you calling a kid So a you retard? can't even qualify for that? Calling it, doing retard jokes? No, I'm saying his uh, physicality is Qualif- pretty off. Yeah, but the physicality would mean that he was retarded, right? No, no that, that would mean he was handicapped. Well, can I come over and look at your Special Olympic medals? Oh. Whoa. Um, or not? Damn, yo. Damn. So rough. Yeah, I got one dangling off my dick. Oh my god, gay uh, sex, the worst thing vomit. you can say. I heard you getting the medal and clapping. <laughs> oh no, oh no. Gold for tears. Gold for tears, though. I'm thinking. Being really good at the 200 meter quiet. Right, I'm, a th- I'm gonna call this one. I'm gonna call this one. I mean, that was a couple, and they're not getting any response from them. Hicks, take him back in the corner. What happened there, Fezzy? Locked up. Well, this kid's a wit. You're not gonna be able to fucking take him on. He's a ferocious wit. On the bright side. All right, I'm going to check this time of death, 218. Um, make sure we mark it. In the, it's marked. Mark it in the book. It was a good fight for a while, though. It's going back and forth. You got him on some of those gay retard things. Uh, so U.S. women beat North Korea 1-0. If you took the U.S. women, you would have lost in our yeah. contest up on the I-Bank. I did not. I thought that 3-0 was fucking totally crazy. Uh, to win by three goals or more. Crazy talk. Mm. Let's see what kind of day I'm having here. Mixed. Mixed. Why don't you jump in and help Fez 
when he fucking ran out of things to say. I'm getting attacked too. I'm staying out of this. That's what I keep trying to say to Fez. You should try to get some people on your side rather than you take on everyone. Well, see, that's what Kokomo Joe was doing, bringing everyone into it. He wasn't saying his own things. So I had to go back and... Right, but so you let... That's letting him take the fucking contest rather than you taking the contest. And you defended Zito today against the ONA guys when you could have been like, hey, I could team up with the ONA guys and finally take out my nemesis, Zito. The fucking Dark Lord. Because when, when you were battling with the kid, did Zito come in and help you? Oh, no. No. What did he do? No, he helped the kid. So why did you protect Zito against the ONA guys? You could be like, oh, man, I could team up. Uh, Zeitz, come on in. <laughs> he went in and just slapped the shit out of the O&A producers today on the Sam show. Nobody could believe it. He laid it down. First time ever anyone's ever walked in and beat those guys up like that like you did today. I don't know about that. I, I wasn't really beating up. You think a lot of people uh, have that reputation and been able to take I, out their producers? To walk in there? I don't know do that. if that's the case. I don't know if that's... Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Look at the news. What is the weirdness that you're wearing today? Uh, it's a cardigan, yeah, as we've often discussed. And if it's it got a broken heart? Yes. What's the broken heart for? Well, it's actually... It's a it's a John Mayer logo, but... Oh, because you know. he's got a broken heart? Yeah. I have a broken heart. He should have broken throat polyps. That could be his thing right now. Never How's he doing? Again. Having surgery in August. What is it, like the third surgery now, Zietz? You uh, would know. It's the second. It's the second. You no, know it's done, right? Mean? No, it's not done, Pepper. Is this going to be your gang now? This is who oh, you're going to have shit. with you? On the mic, I know please. someone that says Boggle. Bullshit. Let me tell you, Zito, you lived upstate. <coughs> you people in Syracuse would call bagels boggles? No, that never happened. That's some shit they just made up. Okay, now listen. I'm not saying that normal people should say Boggle. I have right. friends that do, but I am from <laughs> Buffalo, so I've heard it before. I got proof. I literally went all the way up there and was like, don't people say boggle? And no she's like, one so does. You literally yeah. drove all the way up there just you to find out. You went to Buffalo. And I changed my pants. <laughs> I just changed my whole wardrobe. Did you have to? hoop with Jenny. We're going to hoop not. That does sound like a very Jenny What's that about? What? We're going hula hooping. It's an exercise hula hoop class. All right, let me you just tell you something. You got to swing your hips. Don't let her drag you into her weirdness. <laughs> she starts things, then she stops them. Her only real friends are her servants. That's all she <laughs> I really I told her you said she has and servants, And the Beastie Boys. Too. Yeah, she does. I totally told I knew. <laughs> the other day, you know how she has uh, someone drive her to work every day, right? No, she doesn't. Every single day, she got... And I don't know what his uh, name is. I know they only call him by his last name. But her chauffeur, <laughs> I found this out. This is how rich Jennifer is. She, her chauffeur has a chauffeur that gets driven in. You're making this up. No, it's not gets driven in so that he can drive Jen. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but then what she says she doesn't. I've seen videos of her driving. Yeah, uh, anyone can have a green screen. And she also, <laughs> yeah, sometimes she does ISDN because she doesn't want to drive. It's because the chauffeur's chauffeur's sick. That's right. Because they, because their job is so great, they don't have to come in every day. The exactly. Yeah. Um, she's extremely wealthy, but there's only one thing she cares about, and that's fame. And she doesn't care how she gets it or what happens. She needs 
Fame. Zeets, you know She's every... Kick I don't know. If we she don't cares come a lot right about cabbage salads. Her What's that? Asian tofu salads? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if she wants to do uh, commercials for them. But you girls have got to help her get famous at any cost. We just took videos of her, and she had a dress on with pants and sneakers. Yeah, nice, very nice bright highlighter sneakers. sneakers. And we took a video of it. We're going to put it on Twitter. She's always saying to me, she goes, hey, did you check out my Twitter nip slip? I'm like, I'm not going to look at this. Come on. I work with you. Pass along to your friends. they just described as like when a four-year-old dresses up with a bunch of different stuff and you take a picture. Like, yeah. hey, yeah. look, my kid's dressing himself. She looks great. She's great. Um, didn't she... Hurt your feelings too, Fez? Yeah, she tried to jump on the blueberry bandwagon. Oh, she brought blueberries Well, in after oh. it was right, so already established. She didn't oh make your God. list of people to get even with. I guess I, I, I forgot about her. Until now. <laughs> Until I, was, now. I was down in my office listening to Kokomo Joe. He was fucking hammering. Were you? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I came up here to kind of talk to Fez. He gets quicker all the time. He's fast as can be. I know. I know. It's just... By the way, yesterday's uh, mass uh, with D.L. Ugly was amazing. And this is, you know how people get strange. Who would have thought D.L. Ugly's main thing would have been Mumford and Sons? So I stood, <laughs> oh my God. I stood in the lobby with him and he's like, I can't believe it's Mumford and Sons. This means something. He <laughs> believes kind of in science. So he goes in and he goes, I just want to say to you guys, this is why they're doing their like mixed and stuff. And he tells this thing about how he was listening, and there was some word that the title of the song was, and it all came together. And he heard them on Sirius XM in a Starbucks, and now he comes into this place, and there they are. And they all look back at him like they a don't really connect with who he is, <laughs> that he's a celebrity in his own right, and b they all look like when does the shooting start? <laughs> <laughs> he is so comfortable in life. He's like, and the people are clapping. Fans would warm the crowd. Oh so you hear them clapping, and he's going, just a second, take me in to see Mumford. It was, like, it was like ruining the, the good surprise. Like, I kept opening the door because I had to be like, yo, Fez, they're still talking. He'd be like, lazy. Well, like, no, it's still just me. And it was, it was like all, any sitcom surprise party. Yes. <laughs> it was all about Mumford and Sons. This is why he wanted to tell them a story. Yes, I mean, he's a very, very comfortable guy. Uh, How can we get Jennifer famous? She um, already is famous. Ray J is probably coming in the building. The at kind some of point. fame that she I mean, wants. Like big, big they fame. Yeah, I mean, she's got every- yeah, yeah. she's got to make a sex tape. Camera phone. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much sex the tape. only way that it works nowadays. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing that I thought you saw. What happened when she got beat up on the Today Show by her ex partner? Right. Alexis. Yeah. yeah. She mm-hmm. looks like a real biatch. Oh. Then well, we fight am I the enemy? So, <laughs> no, since they have their own channel here. <laughs> it's yeah, probably not. They don't not anymore. Just, yeah, that's not Martha the Martha. No, <laughs> oh, no, I thought you meant her and Jenny. No, no, no. That's her mom. Oh, she looks like a top notch. I switched it. Okay. Now, <laughs> the thing is, you remember how she took it and just let herself get pounded on that day, right? You've got to teach her to fight back. I think she's just like, bigger than it. I know, but we're teaching she's, fans yeah, to fight back. Yeah, she's fighting back by having her own, her own yeah, show. Yeah, she's now. doing her okay, thing. Okay, so you, if both of them were drowning, which one would you save? Jenny, well, I don't know the other one, so yeah. All right, now, here's the other thing, and let me check here. Yeah. If Jenny was drowning and my hat was in the water, and you could always stop, <laughs> yeah. you could always save one of them, who would you save? I'm getting the what hat. What kind of hat dude. is yeah. it? It's the hat, obviously. Straw. 
uh, temporary stall hat. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those hats so that you can buy on. anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Is there any reward for the hat? Or just done. Okay. As a matter of fact, if anything, I'm going to scream at you for getting it wet. Are you uh, prone to skin cancer? Do you need yeah, that? Yeah, I believe I am. Um, <laughs> just skin, though. All right, hold on. Tom in Buffalo has something to oh, say to you. Hello. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, I was born and raised in the Buffalo area before moving to New York. I was there for at least 20 years. Nobody says boggle for <laughs> bagel. Liar. Ever. Well, She's a liar. Why? Yeah. I'm, I'm not it. lying. I'm not saying that you should say boggle because it's bagel. Everyone knows yeah, it's pronounced bagel. Unless you're playing the wonderful word game. You're the only game. human on the planet that says that. I swear there's people well, that say boggle. We're no, obviously not the crazy. only humans. Two of us have heard two different people say it, so I don't know. So you've both met a moron is what you're saying. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Each other. Yes. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> boggle buddies. I don't. I've we never heard of boggle before. Uh, if anybody who says that just needs to be corrected, and then we can move on. <laughs> you can't call something by the wrong name. I I do. I tell her every time. Hero it's and gyro. By the way. It's by the way, hero. it's gyro. It's not a hero. Hero would be like a lunch meat sandwich. But There's- but at the restaurant I work at, they literally have in parentheses the hero sandwich. No gyro. What are you talking about? No, really started about this with the whole Fajitas thing when yeah. they did that ad campaign. <laughs> Who said Fajitas? But if somebody goes in to get a if yeah. someone goes in to get a slice of pizza and they call it slice of pasta, then they get corrected and <laughs> we moved on. No one, because they would I get corrected. Pizza. Just like Boggle needs to be corrected. You know what else I heard well, that's really bad? The Boggle milk. Bros for milk. 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 All right. You're hanging around a lot of black people then. I have to go to a matting right now. So I'll be, I'll be uh, see you at the matting. Okay. All right, peace. Oh, goodness. All right, I'm just going to say this very quickly, Fez. Why do you let him rule you like that? Why do you let him be in the kid's ear and you never took one shot at him? Instead, you attacked your own Christine. I, I take a hit. A kid that loves you. So we just much. like to have a better breakfast. Just, you know. There was a big fight before you guys came oh, no. in here. Oh, it was bad. About and what? Well, Zito, you Personal know, uh, is trying to lead people up against Fez. He's doing, been doing a great job at it. But Fez instead was fighting the puppet instead of the puppeteer. And that's just misplaced anger. Uh, do we need to break? Yeah, for, yeah we need to time. break. We come back. Thank you, ladies. And we're going to see you. you. You're going to be you. playing as as a team. On uh, uh, intern newlywed game, and then we're gonna what's our, win. What's our team name gonna be? Well, girl on girl fun. Oh. You're gonna be girl on girl fun, obviously. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. By the way, the three o'clock snack is up. Oh. It's Russian girls, wow. so we were all right. It's gonna be exciting because they're okay. fantastic. Yeah. So we break. It's actually only three syllables. Ron and Fez. More Ron and Fez coming up.
It's the Ron and Fez show. Uh, man, these uh, Russian women are just so unbelievably stunning, attractive. I don't know who's going to win it today. There's so many opportunities. But I was telling you, when I was like a little kid during the whole in the Cold War, uh, during the Cold War, the thing that would be almost like an attack was to bring up the term Russian women. This is what the propaganda was like, where we were taught that all Russian women were like big, disgusting fucking molds and shit. Yeah, almost like they were shot putters. <laughs> and then after the Cold War and so many women come over here, now all the titty dancers are Russian because they're also fucking hot. Just Russian, Eastern European, everything that Soviet bloc. Yeah, everything that we were told was the worst fucking shit in the world. All right, the girl with the cowboy hat might do it all. She's going to be tough to beat. All right, there's some nipple. So you're just going by nipple now. You oh, don't care. It's Ol Olga Maluk. I don't know who that is. I'm not sure either. I do like this the weird girl smoking a cigarette with a fucking cigarette holder on it. It's a good look. Send me Catholic salmon for the last break. I don't like her being left out with all Catholic salmon. Please come in here. Let me just officially say this: when I saw how horrid the Jennifer. Interns are. Oh. Do you know how happy that makes me that I have a Catholic Sam who's nothing but professional? That's right. I mean, Sam, I'm not going to ask you to judge those other two girls. Okay. But in your life, have you ever acted that disgusting? No. On no. your worst day? No. I'm, I've never done that. Did that just aggravate you seeing them come in? A little bit. Yeah, because this is your yeah. house. This is your house, and what are they doing in here battling for mic time? I know. With something as stupid as saying people say bagel, which that doesn't They happen. don't. They, that was just a fake lie. I mean, you're from Syracuse. That's upstate. Yeah. No that, one says no bagel. One says My roommate lives in upstate New York, and she does not say that. No, do you get along with Anna? I do get along with Anna. How about do you get along with Dana? I do get along with Dana. It's just those two disgusting Jennifer girls that you don't like. I mean, I've never actually talked to them, but if you what? had to make it, if you had to give them a power animal, would it be pigs? Ooh, I don't know. That's pigs. What would you give them? Ferret as a power animal. That's mean. Ferret. That's their power animal. But that goes in a, a gay ass. That's oh. what. Yeah. They oh. go up gay asses. Oh, that's fucked up. Because you didn't even catch the insult to that, did you? No. No? Do you feel weird that you just... I feel weird for not knowing the gay insults. Mm. They're out there. Well, you're not going to hear it from Sam because she's nothing but professional. Of course. <sighs> I wish you'd have been here for D.L. Ugly yesterday, though. That was a strong one. Yeah, I was at work. Uh, My what, other work. What's your uh, uh, ice cream girl? No, I waitress. Where at? Anthony's Coal-Fired Pizza. What makes cold make it a better pizza? I've always been oh, curious it's so about much that. better. It's really is it the good heat pizza. of it though? The way it yeah, it's the way it's like thin crust and it's burnt. It's kind of burnt. Like our saying is, "Warning: Our pizza is well done because it is burnt, but it is also good pizza." Well, 
So I don't want a really rare good. pizza. I don't want a rare pizza. It's not, yeah. It's not burnt. It's just charcoal. Is, is tomorrow's Roland's pizza party so we can get that locked in? Yeah, tomorrow will be the pizza party to offset Mike Huckabee's Chick-fil-A day. When we have I, delicious pizza here, no one's going to want any Chick-fil-A. Well, I don't want to... Uh, are we getting that place on, what do you call it, Mulberry? Yeah, I think that's that what he loves. Don't try to uh, don't drag a Mike Huckabee into it. Just make it about Roland so he doesn't feel like, oh, is this about me or Huckabee? It's just a celebration. I wonder how the Mike Huckabee... Turn your back on gays, eat some pe- uh, eat some chicken ghosts. I think they'll get people eating chicken. People like chicken. Yeah. And people really love that Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I don't think people are going there because they hate gays. They just like chicken. It's like, I need a chicken sandwich, dog. Like, imagine if you found out the best pizza place that makes cold pizzas. What's the name of it? Anthony's Coal Fired Pizza. I, a, a delicious place like that. If you didn't believe agree with their politics, you're still going to go eat the pizza. Tasty. I mean, none of us agree 100 percent on each other's politics. And what is, what is it about Mike Huckabee that you disagreed with? Backing up Chick Fil A on this and their anti-gay marriage stance. Mm. They're just more pro-bible, I think, than anti-gay. You, that's probably it's, makes it's a front. It's a front they give to these groups where their main agenda is stop gay marriage in the country. But can I tell you something? If there was a restaurant that was against hetero marriage and they had good food, I'd still go. Because I don't care whether anybody gets married. And most of the time, like if Sam came in here and said to me, I'm going to get married, without even meeting her boyfriend, I would say, don't, Sam. Because you don't know how you're going to feel later. And I would say that to somebody who was 60 that was dating someone for 40 years. I would say, don't get married because you don't know how you're going to feel later. Who knows? It could all fall apart, right? Yeah. I think you should get married when your grandchildren start to be embarrassed about it. Then you're like, you know what? They're old enough now and they're asking when they're May May and Pepe are going to get married. And maybe we should. Hey, you don't feel the need to get into a hetero marriage. And how long have you been dating your chick? Uh, six years. And he's fine, Fuzz. But it's, it's there for him if he wants it. If somehow he changes his mind on this. I want you to understand something, and I'm going to say this to the listeners. I am coming out today as anti-hetero marriage. Whoa. I think they should stop getting married. You're clapping for me? It's gonna It's going to start a lot of controversy with the heteros out there. I'm against heterosexual marriage. This is gonna. This is huge for someone to come out and say something like this. Someone's got to say it, and I just hope Mike Huckabee backs me up. Got to get in touch with the Huck Dog. That's what they call him now. Huck Dog, yeah. You know, those fucking uh, goddamn interns were saying voms. I vommed all night. Yeah. I. There is there. <laughs> can I tell you something? Yeah. They're Jenny annoying. That's how annoying they are. <laughs> they're Jenny annoying, and now they're going out the hula hoop with her. Yeah. And acting like that's a workout. Now they're going to get their fucking hula on. I had the bombs all night. <laughs> I don't get a boggle later. And that Heather, I'm not even kidding you. I saw her talking to some of the kids from Shade 45. And she was like this. My ass was definitely going to take care of that. And I'm like, you got to stop oh, acting like fuck. you're black around black people. It's embarrassing. It's racist. It is. Well, it's at the very least racial. 
Yes. It's Ray Scholl. It's like, they don't understand me if I talk like that. You know, it's fucking, it's bad. Like when they talk to fucking rednecks, they're like, hey, how y'all doing? Yeah, I like meth in the bathtub. Y'all want some oxys? <laughs> Come on. I am against hetero marriage, and I don't want it. Right now, it's legal in 50 states. By the time, it's rampant. Yeah. By the time I'm done, hopefully it'll be illegal in every state. Nobody gets married, at least if you're hetero. You shouldn't. I've been able to talk you out of it. That's right. Uh, Rich, you're on the Run and Fez show. Ron, this is bullshit. I've been married for 19 years to a woman. And here my radio hero come out anti heterosexual marriage it has to be said I don't know listening. you know what i you know what you have a right not to listen to me i'm not gonna but i also have a right to say it and i also have a right to say that you and a woman married it disgusts me and the oh. fact that you're having children makes me sick oh i didn't even think so about there that part. i said oh, it come on, ron yeah i'm a loyal listener I, I pay for this service i listen to you every day and then I hear you come out. Look, I'm glad. I'm glad that you listen to me. I just want you to know I have no respect for you, your marriage, or the way you live your life. It's that simple. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Mark in New York, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie. Uh, listen, I've been uh, dating this chick 25 years. Dating. Yeah. I don't want to rush into anything. No sense in it. No yeah. sense in rushing. Uh, I want to I wanna wait to see what she looks like when she gets older. Maybe you won't like her anymore. Yeah. That's the last thing that you need is to be held into some hetero commitment. Sounds awful. Anti-hetero marriage. It's happening. This is huge. It's finally starting. It's a movement. That's right. It's turned into a movement. First place I want to stop it is New Hampshire. And then I move on from there. Beautiful Russian girls up. Another reason not to get hetero married when there's so many uh, beautiful Russian girls that you haven't bumped into. Don't look, Sam. <laughs> Sam, you shouldn't look because your little Catholic eyes are perfect as they are. And I want you to save yourself. Save yourself. I will. And I know that you're from Long Island. That also includes Oral. Because okay. the Long Island girls will act like that doesn't go on the list. It does, Sam. Yeah. No I, suck I and no fuck. But you know the other girls, I'm going to say it, public school girls, you know that they act <laughs> like it's not on the list. Am I right? Yes. That's a very big Long Island trait. Uh, all right. Uh, Brian Regan quiz up on the iBank. People are going mad for it. Make sure you go in there and try to win. If you lose, you can replay it again. I'm replaying it. I Tweet lost. it out to your friends. See if Brian wants to play it. Get it out there. Uh, see if his fans want to play. Where's the first responders on that? Come on, dogs. Are you in here tomorrow, Sam? I am in here tomorrow. Pizza party. Yes. Who are you working with? Joe. We'll be here again. Anna doesn't work very much at all, does she? She works end of the week. Um, outrageous pop stars are on the front page. We forgot to plug them today, Fuzz. 
We should have went over that. Outrageous pop stars on the iBang. How who were the crazy ones over the years? Nice. Uh, how does anybody compare with David Bowie? He's a wild man. I love him. Well, that eye patch. That's your favorite, isn't it? Yeah. And Aladdin Sane, of course. It's a fucking iconic. Aladdin Sane would have to be the single most iconic thing. Let's get into this tomorrow, Hex. Me and you. Right. We'll do a debate, double debate, uh, and lock into the whole thing. All right, blow it up. Sam, no matter how many of those other monstrous girls come around, it doesn't have anything to do with you. We put you, you in a different category. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, more Olympics tonight. And uh, pass on the Brian Regan quiz to your friends. See you guys tomorrow. And that's the end of my show. Donk. Today's Ron and Fed Show. We hope you enjoyed it. For your convenience, this program will re-air tonight at 1 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Predictably enough, the Opie and Anthony Show is next on the Opie and Anthony Channel.